I haven't seen you since the play. call a game any name you know those call games anything yeah yeah uh where you play as a boar a bipedal boar that's evolved okay and a duck called boerman and ducks uh and it's a turn-based XCOM game but in between combat you walk around like you're playing diablo what and it fucking ruled like what no reason no reason on earth it should have been that good but, like, no. the dialogue was well-written. They'd come across, like, those plastic play sets you see in backyards. And they'd be uh-huh. like, man, what did the creatures that lived on this planet look like? Like, they were just, they had no idea. Um, it was, it's fucking great. It was fucking great. Um, but, you know. Oh, that I, is not it, what I thought this game would look like. Right? Right? The The graphics are completely completely different because i was expecting you know what indie games about talking boars look like right like you you know yeah i was expecting i was expecting something a lot more cartoony not necessarily like wildermyth mid-2000s webcomic cartoony but cartoony nonetheless this is like i mean this just looks like fucking XCOM. i swear to god they made it in the same (laughs) engine like the textures but with a duck and a boar Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden fun fan fact. edition. What the fuck? There's too many names. Oh, there's, there's fan edition content apparently, which is wild. Uh, uh, but the yeah. fun fact: this is the first game. So Mutant Year Zero colon Road to Eden is the first one, and I don't know about you, but if you're naming first ones, colons generally aren't required. <laughs> yeah, you really can just call something Control Return. Right. You know, okay. you don't need you don't need an additive because you're not trying to differentiate it from anything. But there are those just truly infuriating first uh, outings that will just throw a goddamn colon in there. <laughs> God help you, right? It's not until the eleventh one where you need to be called like Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition S. Like that is the point where you need all those additives because you're trying to separate. What a yourself, bunch right? of assholes. What a bunch of that's every anime game though, my man. Like that is that is unfortunately Dragon Quest Eleven is not (laughs) that strange a title for a JRPG. Um, Oh yeah, because they'll just call those games fucking just pile of letters, pile of words, (laughs) like just uh, first name bunch of letters. You know, like it's just it's a whole it's a whole thing. 
Uh, but yeah, that was a lot. I remember looking up a list of these, and it's bad. The most, like, unwieldy anime game titles? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna find it, because it's a a JRPG. You nailed that, which of course course you did. I mean, of course it Uh, is. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but let me tell you, it is, I had to read it, like, four times. And people call it, it's so bad, people call it something else. Yeah, they really have to, like, slam it down for some, yeah, long Japanese game <laughs> games. Oh, you found it. it. Uh, it's translated from Japanese. This game's title is so ridiculously long that the, developer, that the developer had to write the name in small kanji letters on the cover. Unsurprisingly, oh, the game is about running around, talking, and, wait, running around, taking unsuspecting panty shots and hitting on women who want nothing to do with you. Whatever uh-huh. the case, for now, this is the game of the longest title in history. It is. And I kid you fucking not. Hit it. Summer colored high school adolescent record. A summer at high school on an island where I <laughs> contemplate how the first day after I transferred, I ran into a childhood friend and was forced to join the journalism club. No. Where while my days as a paparazzi kid with great scoops made me rather popular among the girls, but strangely my camera is full of panty shots and where my candid romance is going. You know, that's a plot description. They copy pasted <laughs> into the wrong box they posted, they posted when they were the wrong text when the they were box. making their Steam library entry. They post they they copy pasted <laughs> to the wrong box. Yeah, it's a mess. Oh God, what was the? I used to know the Borat subtitle off the top of my head. Borat cultural learnings for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. It's something like that. I was I'm close. I'm close. Cultural learnings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. There you go. You missed um, one word. That's amazing. Damn it, though. America, which is like what the movie was about, right? Um, yeah. And then Bruno had a subtitle, but they did not include it in the marketing. For some reason, they really thought Bruno spoke for himself um bruno just a just just the fucking most pink face character you've ever seen in your entire life um did you get it no i haven't found it oh hold on i found it yeah <laughs> bruno delicious journeys through america for the purpose of making heterosexual males visibly uncomfortable in the presence of a gay foreigner in a mesh t-shirt yeah <laughs> i remembered the foreigner mesh t-shirt part that was what i was like finding oh. in the in the back of my in the back of my head but i did not want to i did not want to spoil anything um as a part of that title i really wanted Incredible. you to have it for yourself honestly you to have the gravitas that it needed honestly. yeah absolutely it needs to be heard all at once you can't just like hear a piece of it and it mean anything to you right oh you have to um, imbibe the entire tincture yeah, exactly. Why do I must say be... such weird shit? Is what I you just must said. ah, traveler. You must imbibe the intincture if you wish to withstand <laughs> the fog of Morgoth. <laughs> I'm such a fucking nerd. One of those was a, a Tolkien word, but <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> Which of, one? Of course, we all know the Balrog of Morgoth. We all know. I mean, I don't have to tell you that that is the the Balrog's name. We all know. And the Balrog of Morgoth is a lesser Morgoth. Uh, Balrog. Balrog, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure fucking Silmarillion goes off on that shit. I'm sure. I'm sure. The King I would of the learn... Balrogs is uh, Gothmog. <laughs> uh, Gothmog. And, and he's responsible for the killing of several kings of man. Gothmog the... Balrog of Morthog. 
<laughs> Sounds like I'm gonna I check am. my math. Real, are you recording? Yeah, I'm gonna check my math real quick. Yeah, for sure. sure. No, I didn't please spout some dog shit. Miss Reed, our our dear listener. But yeah, Gothmog was the Lord of the Balrogs during the first age, and the greatest Balrog ever to walk Middle Earth. As the High Captain of Angband, his only equal in rank was Sauron. Hey, so second in command was Morthog Balrog. <laughs> yes, uh, and God, his master was Morgoth, who was Sauron's boss. I see. Wow, Sauron had a boss. Did not come up in the films. Did no. not come up in the Morgoth films. Morgoth has been dead for like thousands of years. By the time the Saur- films occur. Sauron's been dead for thousands of years by the time the Lord of the Rings starts. Sure, it's been a while. Been a yeah. while. Yeah. That like you we know, kind of forgot about the rings. Where you think like that would be <laughs> one we would want to remember, right? But like at the hey. beginning of Lord of the Rings, Gandalf has to be like, okay, so there's these rings. <laughs> uh, listen. Let me tell you real quick. Right, um, it's like uh, it's like in Star Wars where the Jedi are like the most prominent thing in the universe, and then thirty years later, everyone's like, "What Jedi? I've never heard of that." Who the fuck are they? Also, what the fuck is that? also, it's like the prequel trilogy that's like supposedly the height of the Jedi, but literally no one respects them, and almost nobody wants them when they show up. They're like, well, they "Oh suck. god, fucking!" I don't know if you watch just, those movies, but they're, they're the sheriffs. worst. They're just religious yeah. zealot There's sheriffs cops. from a Can you from a imagine town. if can you imagine if cops stopped existing in 1992 and today we were like, what are you talking about a cop? What does that mean? What do you what is yeah. that word you're saying? What is that? Can you, like we don't can even you remember. Clarify? There's no no one's watching imagine, movies that feature cops in them. <laughs> I know they got movies in Star Wars. I know. Imagine they do. our cops were also religious zealots with magical powers. Sure. The only think, people in the universe with magical powers. I and think we then they remember. stopped in nineteen ninety two and we were like, Who? <laughs> Who? Who that? Yeah. Who they? I I feel like that would I've come only up. heard rumors. That That's is what of they course call the, the movies in my world rumors. <laughs> that is of course the only instance where uh the world of Star Wars is internally inconsistent. Otherwise, fucking tight as a drum. Tight as a drum. Yeah, no other issues, no other holes to be punched. Not even uh, a last bit. Lord of the Rings trilogy though, because I'm a nerd. Um, would yeah, you know, do you know what uh, the name of Shelob's distant mother is? No, of course I don't. Right. No. It's Ungoliant. Oh. And she's the first and biggest of the spiders of Arda. And uh, Morgoth, Sauron's boss, took her to the forest to kill all the elves. And Damn. she and ate she them all and feasted wow. on them. And then when Morgoth came back after like 100 years, she was like 10 stories tall. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> and left her there, I think. I don't think he killed her even. I think wow. he was just like, um, all right. Oh, no, the Balrogs chased her away. That's how oh. they got her to go. To they, they, where? <laughs> where is uh, she going to go? She's to a dead place called Nandungortheb. I where? always read his words. I always read his names backwards just in case he was a real fucko and yeah. wrote something funky backwards. It's not. It's not anything backwards. He's good. We're clear. Um, yeah, so it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's buck wild, the things you learn about. And honestly, like, this happens in every expanded universe where, like, there always used to be a lot bigger shit, like, a lot more tough guys, and now we're dealing with, like, the tough guy's kid. So it really makes our heroes just seem like it was not a fucking big deal. You know, yeah. it was like, Back oh, you took out. deal with his fucking dad, all right? There used his to be a 10-story spider, and you took out, what, like, a regular size, like, a truck-sized one? Oh, great, oh, good. Oh, good for, for you. For shame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. You did it. You took out one spider. Uh, I had to take out a spider the size of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you ungrateful. Hi, Charlie. What are you doing? 
You going to bed? And you use your pinky toothbrush? Good job. High five. You're a Pinkie Pie toothbrush. I'm so sorry. High five. Gotta get a Pinkie Pie. I love you. I'll see you in the morning. Father, that is my Rainbow Dash toothbrush, please. <laughs> yeah. Pinkie Pie. I was like, oh, God, sorry. Oh, I'm so... Oh, ma'am. Oh, Excuse please. Me. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. I've, I've intruded on I've your made home. a mistake. Oh, I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. Will you ever... Can I supplicate myself before you, ma'am? Uh, please. <laughs> I, yes. I defenestrate myself before you. Please. Um, so while I'm looking at this great picture of the game uh lineage to the chaotic throne dash the first throne colon camiel wait hold um, on start over okay lineage two yep colon so this is the second game in the lineage franchise yeah. uh lineage two colon the chaotic throne dash the first throne what? colon camiel okay to use throne twice in one title, I think is an auspicious move. I don't. I think you did a bad job of describing the throne the first time. If you yeah, if you needed it, it needed to be both. After. Why not the first chaotic throne? Because that honestly, that sounds pretty sick. You know, yeah. what's yeah. a chaotic throne? What does that mean? Uh, but once you you start adding a bunch of other adjectives in there, I no longer know what to do with what you have presented me. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it makes it more difficult. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you uh, uh, were storming in, and, and what we were talking about when I first started uh, recording, um, you were talking about a little game that I am also quite enamored with at the moment, yes. uh, which is, of course, Wildermyth. Wildermyth. You notice that game has you choose character voices, but they don't speak? I, yep. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do notice that. <laughs> do they ever you, speak? Am you I choose body something? type and voice and... Uh, uh, who they are attracted to, and I guess you right. can also choose like their race. <laughs> you know, you can really fuck with these people that come yeah, to you. Yeah, you can really like, um, you know, just make them. Yeah, we can just make them from whole, change their hair, give them facial hair. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't. They don't even really make like. They don't make battle noises. They no, don't. They're not no going sounds. like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, Fine, that's right? absolutely. That's Buck Wild. I hadn't thought of that. I was Maybe like, they plan on what? adding them later. They're going <laughs> to yeah. patch in some voice acting. Like but how would they do that? Uh, Disco because, Elysium. Like, I'm sure. But how would they do that? Because the game, like, Wicked accounts for, or is made for players to jump in and make their own stuff. No, that's 100% true. I mean, they could do, I apparently you are not playing a lot of uh, RPGs where you make your own character name. Um, because they will, yeah. uh, sort of the Bioware method but other games have obviously used this as well where they just find a name that everyone calls you you yeah, know so sure. like shepherd uh in the first your first um, name changes but they call you shepherd right but everyone calls you shepherd so it's immaterial what your first name is and they recorded a number of lines multiple times to incorporate different pronouns right or like yeah. in dragon age one they call you the gray warden uh in dragon age three they call you the inquisitor um, in Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition S, uh, they call you the Luminary. You know, they 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 find a time sure. or the Fallout games. You know, you have uh, Vault Hunter. Well, I think mm -hmm. that's I think that's Borderlands. Uh, but no, that's Fallout. <laughs> okay, oh, there's wait. a Vault Vault Dweller. Vault Fallout. Dweller. Yeah, they have. I can't even remember uh, uh, what everyone in New Vegas calls you, even though they call it you that three hundred forty-seven thousand times. Um, right. but maybe they call you, do they call you courier or something in that game? 
Um, anyway, uh, in New Vegas. I can't remember. Uh, oh, I haven't it, actually played that one very much. Oh. I, I know that's the one I should play, but that's it's, the yeah, one I did not play very much. It's the good much. one, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was the good one they made. <laughs> I think I played that one, and then my buddy who owned it like moved or took it with him, and yeah. then I was like, I just get. I went to go rent it, didn't find it, found three, and was like, I'll just play that, and didn't like it, so never went back. No, no, because it's a bad game, actually. Mm. Uh, so I, I played a pass. lot of Fallout Four. Yeah, also I didn't like game. Fallout Four either. It's fine yeah. to play. I just the story is hot garbage, but you know, sure, yeah, you I can got get through a the... lot of games with yeah. hot garbage stories, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I got to a point in that game where I felt like I had done everything I would do in that world. Like, I finished the romance with the chick from the fighting zone. can't remember her name. Redheaded. Uh, I finished the, the romance with her. Uh-huh. I found a place to build a settlement that was, like, on a hill. And, like, I built it out. Like, power, water, whatever, defenses. Recruited enough people to protect it. Uh, and then finished a couple of main storylines. And realized that they were gonna like spoilers on a six year old game. They were gonna make me find my son, and I was like, nah, <laughs> nope. Like my character would be done there. Like I found love, a home, we made it safe. That's what you want in this world. I, why do I want to go fuck with someone else's settlement? Yeah. As long as they're leaving me alone, I'm fine. Why do I want to go find my kid or whatever? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I also, care I, I, also, I cheated. I did the cheat sheet thing. And like mm-hmm. looked up where they were gonna go with it, and I was like, uh-huh. "Oh boy, this sucks." Now nah, fuck that, actually. So I didn't do it. Yeah, it nah, it stinks on ice. Uh, and there's a lot of weird shit in Fallout Four where like it's been 200 years, and like a kid hid in a refrigerator when the bombs fell, and he's like still in there. I know he's like a ghoul where they're like you know somewhat immortal unless you shoot them in the head, but. He's, like, Immortal still in there after, like, <laughs> 200 years. Yeah. And be... his parents live, like, down the road and are like, can you please go find our son? I can't find him anywhere. I've I've checked nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> it's weird to me how disparate the experience between playing, like, Skyrim and Oblivion is to the Fallout games. Oh, and, yeah. like, I get it. They're different teams. But it's still the same umbrella company. And mm. you'd think that there's a little more, like more of a through line there yeah it's really that's really not at least in my experience like i absolutely fucking loved skyrim cannot wait for elder scrolls 6 i'm gonna have to for a decade um yeah because they can just every time they put out a new video game console they're like skyrim Skyrim again please pay full price for skyrim again we didn't fix any of the bugs. <laughs> we, we didn't fix any of it. <laughs> Buy of it fixed, again. But you can nope. own it. Again. It's as broke as it's ever been. Money broke please. as it's ever been. Um, yeah. But I, like, the Fallout games just didn't speak to me in that way because they felt try, like they were trying to be too campy. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, New Vegas is the one. I think if you. If you slapped on some of that New Vegas, I think that would that would that would hook you. There's so much, okay. there's so many good ideas. The writing okay. is so sharp, and the way that like the player, while still working within an overarching narrative, can completely fuck with the structure and the internal world, and like do things in a completely different way that you're like, sure. there's no way the game intended for me to be doing this instead of what they want me to do. But the game 
has a contingency for that you know like right. even if it is just like a character acknowledging that you did it you're like wow they thought that i could do that right. and they they incorporated it in there and it's it's just it's it's go follow new vegas with obsidian and obsidian rules yeah they're good they're good at making games a little buggy but good yeah. at making games yeah um they, they're making um what's that game that they're making i don't know avowed they announced Avowed, which it looks like a Skyrim, a high fantasy esque game. Nice. Um, they announced that. Ugh. I have no idea. When did they announce that? Twenty nineteen. It was uh, right after. It was right after Xbox bought them. Set right? in they the bought... same world as Pillars of Eternity. Right. But That's, is a yes. first person RP. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Was announced in July twenty twenty. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it was an E3 thing. And there was a trailer that was, as people should know in the game industry, it was one of those trailers that is made and completely CG that is a recruitment tool for other developers. Not a tool to get your pre-orders. It's like, hey, look at this really cool thing that we want to make. Come make it with us. Come. So when you see those, don't be like, oh, but the game doesn't look like that. They never planned for it. Well, yeah, of course it doesn't. How have yeah. we, we not learned it that at that point? Um, which is why, you know, like, I love... You know, I think a lot of the the CG animation trailers that they put out for games are like beautiful, but in no way like psychs me up to play the game because I like game right. ain't look like that, and it's fine. I'll wait for when I know what the game do look like. You know, right? Sure, yeah. Unless it is the very very rare occasion where I will pre-order a game, it is uh, incredibly seldom, uh, but it still happens, and I still refuse to learn my lesson. I just, I, I won't learn. I won't do it. Um, this last game I pre-ordered, well, I guess two games ago, was Cyberpunk uh, 2077. <laughs> and, but you know what? Uh, I got from that game what I was expected to get from that game. That's true, which is like a medium-level uh, Fallout above game. above-average Fallout <laughs> game. <laughs> like yeah, a pretty, exactly. like, on par with Sp <laughs> Fallout 3-level Fallout game. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is an okay Fallout. It's fine. Yeah, I guess I wasn't expecting it to be, like, just an okay Fallout, but that's essentially what it... Fallout where you can drive is essentially is essentially what that game ended up being. Yeah. Um, Imagine you a know game what? where you have to choose your clothes, like, every 30 minutes and you can't look at your character. It's cool. I love fucking, it. <laughs> it's the fucking best. It's the fucking best, but I know what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> but I know... And and if I go into the menu and accidentally take off my pants, I run around with my dick out. Yeah, that's video it gaming. Rule. Uh, video games, baby. No, you can uh, look at yourself in the mirror in Cyberpunk. You know, you can walk yeah. up to a mirror and intentionally look at yourself. Or One of if you're three or if you... in the map. <laughs> uh -huh, exactly. Um, and yeah. it's it, very janky and it doesn't load. And I, it gives you an option to like choose a facial expression to look into the mirror. It never changed facial expression for me, no matter what button Amazing. I hit. The, the functionality was broken. Amazing. Um, but it did, the only time that I got to see what my character was wearing or what their hair looked like was when I was driving a motorcycle, which was the only vehicle Thing in I the drove. game that worked. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. the only, yeah. it was the vehicle that didn't just absolutely break the game and drive like hell. And yeah. not the good drive like hell, the bad drive like hell. And also the motorcycles in that game do not steer correctly. No. At all. At all. <laughs> Not even like, like correct to hard, a motorcycle, like no. correct to video game motorcycle. Like no, it just yeah. Did not... 
Like, you could hit the e-brake on a motorcycle and drift, and it was like, people don't do that on motorcycles. Nah. That and is I'm dangerous. You know, in a video game, you can fucking do whatever you want. I'm not committed to realism here, but, like, I yeah. do just ask that it be basically functional, you know? And that, it, yeah. just simply, it just simply was not. I don't want it to be mechanically realistic. I want it to be mechanically functional. I want exactly. it to work. I, if I wanted a real-life motorcycle, if I wanted the motorcycle to act like real life, I would just I would purchase a motorcycle, um, yeah. but I just want to drive around Night City, which like, can we not get a second draft on the name? Um, <laughs> Night City, City Night, Town, Night City, bitch. <laughs> yeah, um, it was great. Keanu was fun though. Keanu was great, Keanu and was I'm glad fun. that he was like the guy that talked the most in that game because no one else was any good. He was around not, a lot, just around, uh, which yeah. I was I was shocked by how much he was in the game. Because I was like, okay, I've been through this dance before with, like, celebrity in a video game. The celebrity yeah. is very judiciously applied. Yeah, <laughs> like, Keanu sure. was fucking your constant companion. The main character. Keanu basically. was your fucking clippy. He showed up every three seconds to be yeah. like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> oh, piss. Well, fuck, Samurai. Oh, yeah, like, he was shit. Great. Fuck me, dude. Um, yeah, it was cool. He was fun. The, you know what? I... Just if we're on the on the topic of somewhat defending Cyberpunk, sure. I think that the two female romance characters are written well. Uh, I don't know about any yeah. of the male romance characters, but the chick that's a nomad, that's Pan- the hetero Panum? female character. Sorry, Pan Panam Panam Panam. That's right. Yeah, <clears throat> she's great. She's written well. I like her like storyline and her people's storyline. Yeah, Pretty she's cool. cool. And then um, the Ripper. Uh, that you interact with with the tattoos judy? what's her name judy judy Ju- julie ju junice june <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway gonna... she's also written really well i enjoyed both of those characters judy it was judy, judy. i was right yeah. and i haven't touched this game in over a year uh and i did not get especially far in cyberpunk 2077 i did the class yeah. i did the quest line where you where just glados from portal is in the game and i was like hey i know yeah, that the taxis i know what that's from yeah yeah <laughs> i played that game too there's also a, a an office reference in the sure. in the game where you have to save like a surgeon who's hiding in a refrigerator down on the docks who's trying to like defect from somewhere and when you get them to where you're supposed to take them to, the, like, person that gave you the job, mm-hmm. um, he goes into the, like, office post credit scene where the Japanese guy that works in the warehouse is, like, in Japan, so hot surgeon, and, like, runs through the whole story of doing surgery for a Yakuza boss. And then at the end, he's like, my secret is I messed up on purpose to kill the Yakuza boss. That whole monologue is in cyberpunk that goes from reference to <laughs> copyright infringement that goes yeah from, it's, that goes it's, from there's, a, there, I guess there's enough change plagiarism there's either enough changed or everybody that would have been upset by that looked at the fucking media storm <laughs> surrounding that game and went Nah, they're fine. Yeah, it's a it's a real it's a producer's style gambit, right? If it's a flop, no one comes to collect their money because they don't they don't think it's actually they don't think it's there. Yeah, uh, don't sue a hooker. They sued God and lost. Sued yeah. life and lost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So so we get it. So we understand. Anyway, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, 
Uh, check it out. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. It <laughs> wasn't When's the next-gen like... update next year? Or yeah, the year I mean, after? Who knows? I mean, they patched it so many times. I haven't gone back since they started patching like a motherfucker. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Now I have, like, Game Pass for PC and uh, the Steam library and the PS4 and the Switch backlog. So, like, I'll never fucking go back to Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. I hope I got my $60 worth. I hope I can die satisfied. <laughs> because friend... it just did not go. No. No. I had a friend tell me... Uh, well, they asked because he's 3D printing ocarinas right now. Yeah. Um, because if I could, I would. Uh, he was like, do you ever play any Zelda games? And I was like, no. Nah. Uh, and he was like, what? And I was like, I never owned a Nintendo. One, right. I played a ton of Nintendo 64 or Zelda 64 when I was over at my uncle's, but like, yeah. I was seven. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> and then I owned a Sega and a PlayStation and an Xbox in that order. Zelda and so on, like, right? I've just never owned a Nintendo. And he was like, you got to get yourself a Switch. And I was like, how dare you? Have you seen my backlog, sir? How dare you suggest I buy a system with 30 years of unplayed games on it? Uh-huh. As if I'm going to catch up on those. And a system that has, like, literally every game on it. Every game has come out for the Switch, essentially. Even games that have no business being on there. That the Switch does not have the hardware to run. It doesn't matter. Awesome. You can yes. play The Witcher 3 on there, regardless of whether or not it works. Um, and it I just, was like, why would, you, why would you suggest that? I, buy, that I bought games... I bought a, games this month I won't play until 2023. It's just simple. Or I won't dedicate time to. Like, I bought Wildermyth, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Ready or Not, uh, fucking Chivalry 2. Yeah. And Deathloop. I didn't buy Deathloop recently. I bought that when it came out. But still, that's five games that yeah. I'm not more than a couple hours into any of them. I mean, Wildermyth, I'm probably the furthest into, and I've just been yeah. playing that for the last week. And Wildermyth, you can throw some fucking time into, right? Because, like, they have the right. three-chapter tutorial campaign. Then they have five five-chapter, like, written campaigns with some random elements. And then you can just infinitely play randomly generated three- and five-chapter stories with, like, characters you've created. Yeah. Um, it's, it's wild. I've completed the tutorial campaign which is three chapters and then the first five chapter campaign and i am uh, i did like the first mission on the second campaign and the the it was it was an interesting start because i don't i don't know how far you've gotten but like on subsequent playthroughs when you're recruiting people you can choose to for uh, some extra legacy points recruit characters from previous games as long as they did not die on those adventures um and you could do that for a little bit more and this third playthrough wants you to start with two characters you've already used and like they use that for the story it's very it's very Mm. interesting like wildermyth has done what i just that is simply all i ask these things to do where it's like you have your central idea and you just think of like everything you can spin off of your like central conceit the wildermyth conceit and then your game is over and yeah. you've made the game, you know? Obviously, yeah, game yeah. dev is ridiculously difficult and uh, ruins <laughs> I'm interested people. to see what it's like using their creative tools. Uh, yeah. Because, like, someone on a podcast I listened to recently pitched Wildermyth as the best way to get people who aren't sure if they want to play D&D into D&D yeah, by so- creating a story and then letting four people play as the four characters and choose wow. the story bits. And I was like, 
Wow. Oh no, am I gonna spend forty hours building something in this game? Oh, that's cool. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, but like, you can use the comic panels and shit to make cutscenes and everything wow. too. I didn't. And know I was that. like, this is a problem. <laughs> this <laughs> I'm game, have... they put they put a Mario Maker in this game. They did. It's RPG Maker twenty twenty one. What year is 2021? it? Twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty twenty one. Wildermyth fucking slopped in there i don't know a few months ago like late summer early fall something like that <laughs> yeah it's like august i think right something yeah like and it, it stomped on in and i already you know pushed out my inauspicious top 10 video games of the year list on which most <laughs> several of them did not come out in 2021 but they're when i played them um sure and uh it, it is what it is and so but so wildermyth congratulations game of the year 2022 early front runner here we go <laughs> i am un, i am unconcerned with your release date your silly concept of time it's the game of my year thank you game very of much. my year exactly so like if i want to put divinity original sin a game that came out in 2014 on my 2022 <laughs> list that is my prerogative that is what yeah. i choose to do books i don't read any books as they come out um which i understand like pre-orders are huge in the book industry as they are for every industry now every industry everything is about pre-orders and then first like week sales that's all anything is anymore how do you it's it's how do you judge how much you spend on marketing and how do you judge how much people actually want the thing that was made right and fun fact isn't actually a good metric because as video games have recently shown repeatedly there are games that will be one, two, three years old that suddenly catch fire and become the thing everyone's talking about. And then they go, this game's three years old? Like fucking... Among uh, Us. Among Us? <laughs> or Valheim? Like, those games were all a couple yeah. years old when they, when they hit the zeitgeist. And, like, everyone that I know was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you Just need time for these these things, especially something that's long, like a video game. Um, you need time for people to come back around on them or like, you know, a critic to reappraise it or a streamer buys it on a sale and plays it on a whim and, you know, like, or like the environment or the, the, the gaming communities in a different place. Like among uh-huh. us hit in a place where two years before PUBG was like starting and we were like, Oh, multiplayer doesn't have to be what it has been. Yeah. Two years later, we were like, oh, you mean like that game I used to play, Mafia, with my friends in high school, could be a video game and rule? Dope. <laughs> like, and we're all getting into it in uh, the pandemic. <laughs> what a right. great time right. to play these exactly. like communal games, right? And yeah. and so like and it, and it happens for, I mean, you know, we all know about uh, films and shit that just take years, if not decades, to find their audience. Yeah. Um, and it takes word of mouth and it takes like uh honestly that is one of the values of like you know people that professionally write about culture whether they be reviewers or whatnot to like bring something back into the conversation to re-champion something that was overlooked um and honestly uh we will eventually get to the television show the witcher but something that is fast becoming one of my biggest pet peeves about the way we talk about culture is people that use movie box office specifically but really any metric of success as like as if they're rooting for like a sports team and they use it to beat up on everyone else like they they you've so allied yourself with this corporate product that you're like obviously 
you know, Eternals is better than Nightmare Alley because look at how much money Eternals made. And it's like, what are you talking we all Yes, of course, we all know that, like, there aren't any great movies that didn't make any money when they came out. <laughs> we No one can yeah. think of even one, right? Yeah. It's not like Blade Runner was only successful because of the cult following it gained when the director's cut started coming out. Yeah. And then the second movie came out and will not get another movie for 15 or 20 or 30 <laughs> years because it didn't make money. Like, yeah. should it have? Yeah. Do sure. Americans completely dislike hard sci-fi? Also, yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah, it, it just becomes like the... the I, I just... It's it fast becoming something that drives me up a wall. Yeah. Um, and like... That is just the lamest way to judge the value of art. And I like plenty of things that are big. You know, I like plenty of things that make money. Uh, but, like, it's not it's not an arbiter of quality. Um, and why are we treating art like sports? Sports has its place. And art has its place. Right. And it's weird it's when they get intermixed. It's weird. It's so strange. It's so strange. Like, we're getting a... Also, okay... So one of the biggest sci-fi books of the last like decade is uh-huh. a book by a Chinese author uh, named Lu Shin that's called um, Three Body Problem, mm-hmm. and we're getting a show adaptation or movie adaptation of that from from the DBs from the Game from of Thrones the boys. Game of Thrones people, <laughs> and it's like one hard sci-fi is not a thing Americans love. No. If it's a show, I will give them a chance because like the Expanse, Star Trek, you know, I mean like. The sci-fi works in shows, I guess, better than movies. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, um that is interesting. Right? I just is. realized that as I was saying it. <laughs> you know, but, like, also, I think the success... Uh, I mean, obviously, Star Trek is, like, something that is big, but yeah. Star Trek is also usually never the most watched thing on television. You know what I mean? Like, Star Trek has its ardent, ardent fans, and obviously it's, like, a huge name. Everyone knows what Star Trek is. It knows the iconography. But, like, I don't think a ton of people watch Star Trek. Sure. No, I think everyone knows what it is. The same way everybody knows what Nickelback is. But nobody I know actively listens to it. Mm, interesting. Right? Weird how that works. Uh, but the movies, you know, the, the, the Chris Pine uh, the mm-hmm. Kelvin trilogy of movies were successful, at least the first two. Um, but they had to fucking dumb that thing down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to make it, they had to make a Star Wars movie out of it. Yeah, they had um, to turn it into just action for fun. Right, and that's the only way it was successful. And obviously they put also a lot of, like, hot people in the movie. That never hurts. Yeah. That's never and a bad you throw Idris Elba into the, into the mix. Let's go. Exactly. Um, um, and, yeah, I, like, I know see, that. like, Arrival and mm-hmm. The Martian and Interstellar and, uh, and like a couple of those movies have done well uh gravity but it's um it's it doesn't do well because like it's sci-fi or because like it's a cultural moment and that might sound confusing well i to explain gravity was a big deal because uh that was in it was uh quaron yeah quaron's a guy that when when he makes something people pay attention much like Denis Villeneuve is now mm-hmm. um but like also that movie was filmed interestingly so like people were interested in it from a technical standpoint mm-hmm. and it's Sandy B like everyone <laughs> wants to watch Sandy B 
Big she's Sandy B. Oh, are you hyped for what is it called? Like the Lost City or something like that? Or are you fucking psyched? <laughs> is that for the this one with movie? her and Channing Tatum? Yeah, that movie yeah, looks funny. Wait. <laughs> yeah, wait. Every every there's that trailer plays before a lot of the movies I've been seeing, and I just laugh when Brad Pitt shows up as like a handsome adventurer, and they're like, "Why are you so handsome?" He's like, "My dad was a weatherman." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a funny response to that question. I'm very excited for this movie. Yeah, um, I, comes, yeah that is going to be very good. Comes out soon. It comes out relatively close to the Uncharted movie, actually. Um, that seems we, like it bodes ill. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know for who, but it seems oh, like it'll Uncharted be a movie. <laughs> it's a real uh, Armageddon deep impact uh, situation. Or White House um, Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Or, or no uh, Wyatt Earp Tombstone. Benefits. And for the yeah. benefits, right? Yeah, it's a, it's so they're going. Our titans are going head to head, and I honestly, okay, here is where, here is where I think things are going to go wrong. I have seen a lot of advertisements for the Lost City. I have seen basically no Uncharted advertisements, and that yeah. tells me, if nothing else, that tells me that like the studio does not have faith in this movie. And Tom Holland Ooh. opened the biggest movie of all time last month <laughs> yeah it's true um but he's had you know that little boy that little or that little dickensian orphan tom holland he has trouble opening a non-spider-man movie he's like please sir may i have some all please <laughs> i'm the i'm the artful dodger i is i is but he he has trouble I mean, he hasn't like made much else right like, uh, well cherry there's been cherry the which didn't really make a much of that movie mark. wasn't going to be big because it's no uh the devil Christian. all the time which was obviously direct to netflix but it didn't really make a blip on netflix was that movie um, ever going to be big because like it's about bad it Christians? fucking tom holland and robert pattinson you know like yeah. people will yeah. see those guys in movies he did, um, he did onward that movie's very good yeah but that's fucking pixar I don't think I mean, the success okay, of a Pixar, <laughs> like I don't think the success of a Pixar can ever be attributed to the actors in it. Toy Story is not successful because it stars Tom Hanks um, and Tim Allen. Um, okay. But I know it. I, you're right. So that yeah, is his success. He's got that. Under, but also that movie was like pandemic shot. So who knows how successful it like really was? Because that movie yeah. came out like right before shutdown and was yeah. put on Disney Plus very soon thereafter. Um, um, so it's tough. There's Chaos Walking, which was a bad movie based on a okay book, like a YA uh, book. And that movie also like sat on the shelf for multiple years, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. The movie kept getting delayed. I was like, oh, that's never gonna happen. And like, I think they wanted to reshoot it, and then that didn't really happen. Um, so Chaos Walking. You know what and... is happening that I'm excited about because it might actually be perfect. Is oh he's... boy. He's playing Fred Astaire in a Fred Astaire biopic. Is he and real? That's like official. That's like announced. Yeah, there's a poster and everything. I know he's a little danceman. I know he he do he do do a dance. I know that Fred Astaire was like, please do not make a biopic of me. Uh, but you know these things happen. <laughs> um, you just laugh he like, and go, okay. He's and like, then... please, anything, anything but this. I do not want this. And they were like, hmm, I'm sorry. Did you say something? And they were like pushing a check across the table to Tom Holland. Um, so anyway, we'll see. I don't know. I, the, the MCU guys have had a strangely just a big problem making any success. other movies successful. I'm trying to think. 
and that's in front Chris of Hemsworth and behind the camera. No, none of Chris Hemsworth movies have done well outside. Rush of, did well. Rush did fine, but my man Men in Black International, starring him okay, and Tessa Thompson. Count. My man Black <laughs> Hat. Count. My man uh, um, fucking, Cabin in uh, the Woods. Extraction, extraction was good, minus the yellow filter that's pervasive throughout the entire movie. Right. I mean, but that you know, it, it, I'm not saying he's not in good things, but he cannot. He can't take them off. Ghostbusters 2016. Wasn't he in like, the Man of the Sea too? Yeah, exactly. The Heart of the Sea. The I, of the yeah. Sea. So like right. he he's in a lot of things, but like okay. so he Chris can't Hemsworth. he can't open. A non-MCU movie. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. basically hasn't made nah. any, um, but like The Judge and Doolittle did not do well. So moving on. He did on. that one with Zach Galifianakis too, where he was trying to get Due across date. the country to his. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the last ones he made, like during his MCU tenure. Mm-hmm. He he, because like after Iron Man hits in 08, he does like a string of things, and then basically after the first Avengers, he doesn't do any movies. Chris um, Evans and Knives Out is a quintessential experience. That's great. He's great, and that movie is great. But Chris, he- yeah. but Chris Evans has also had like multiple movies that didn't go. You yeah, know, his, yeah. his big directorial debut uh, did so poorly, he went back to the MCU when he said he wasn't going to do that. Um, his... <laughs> And, and I love, you know, Chris Evans, but, like, what are the big Chris Evans movies that are not him? And Knives Out also has Oh, we're getting uh, the Daniel Gray Craig. Man, though. We're getting the Gray Man, though. I don't know what the Gray Man is. The Gray Man is a spy book. Um, uh, big spy know. book. And it's it's Jessica Henwick, who's in the new Matrix and was also in of Iron course. Fist. Of course. Uh, Anna de Armas. Ryan love Gosling. It. Okay. Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. Alfrey Woodard, Wagner Mura, who played uh, Pablo Escobar in um, Narcos. Oh. Uh, Reggie Jean Page from Bridgerton. Mm. Uh, Chris Evans and a bunch of other people. <clears throat> Who's directing? Directed by the Russo brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I heard that. Because that's their... Yeah. I guess their big next swing. Because Cherry was just kind of this thing. Well, they did Cherry, and they did. They produced forty-one bridges, twenty-one bridges, twenty-one bridges, um, twenty bridges. Yeah, and then yeah. their their thing is like we made a bunch of really cool movies in the MCU. Now we want to make a bunch of cool movies with the people that we made cool movies with in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make it a little small this time, just a little smaller. Yeah, uh, it was really just the downsizing. yeah. If yeah, that seems you know if the Russos use their MCU power to revive the adult action thriller, would not be mad. I would no, not. Fine. I would not be upset fine with that. They seem uniquely qualified to yeah, make movies that better great. than what we had in the eighties. Um, I say go do that. Yeah, super fine. Uh, that sounds good. So we've got that's Chris. That's Chris Evans. We've got done Chris Evans. Uh, ScarJo is honestly a big exception. ScarJo works and makes big movies, but she yeah. was also big before Marvel. She was, she was like she was. a known quantity. Um, do you think Oscar maybe. Isaac will lose work because he's doing Moon Knight? <laughs> No, Oscar's no, Oscar's about as hot as a fucking guy can be in both like industry both terms and, and body terms. Yeah, potential. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like Oscar is fine. This it's yeah. honestly weird that he's doing Moon Knight. Not because yeah. like I mean everyone does Marvel obviously, but yeah. it's everyone, weird everyone that he's will. in it. Uh, but whatever, sure. But he's like um, going. He's like he's like leaning into the stunt choreography and shit. I'm fine with neat. that. That sounds neat. um sounds good. What else do we? Who else we got? 
I mean, uh, Mark Ruffalo is never a list talent. Jeremy no, Renner Mark Ruffalo is a steady A-list. indie hand. Yep. Um, Renner, uh, Renner yeah. he has yeah. an action movie or two that are okay. He's got a couple under his belt, and obviously, like Hurt Locker was pre Avengers, but it did very well. Yeah, um, and he was He's in the Mission Impossible's, but you can't Plus say right, right Mister the. The mayor, mayor of something. It's not mayor of East Town. It's the other one. I think it's called like the mayor of something. Yeah, um, something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Kings, and Kings it, of Mayor Town or something. It shit? came out at the same time as Hawkeye, and I was like, my man's got like two streaming shows going at the same time. Uh, yeah, life, right? Booking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but it, uh, unfortunately, Chadwick didn't really have a chance. Uh, Brie yeah. Larson hasn't really done a lot, uh, but Kingstown. also. What was that? Mayor of Kingstown. No, oh, there you go. See? Yeah, it was very close to Mayor of were, Easttown. <laughs> yeah, super it close. It was very close. Um, um, Elizabeth Olsen's going to be... She'll be, she'll be fine. I, she's already... You know, she was she was a good indie actor before indie, the MCU. 100%. And I'm sure she'll... I'm, I'm sure she'll do fine. Um, who the fuck? Paul Rudd is already big. Paul, Paul Rudd's Paul never going to be an issue Paul ever. Paul Yeah. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's friends he's with Jenna Apatow. I guess he'll always Pratt... Chris Pratt has done remarkably well uh, post MCU, not post well, see, like during. Chris Pratt did remarkably well post Parks and Rec, That's which true. is what got him. The which MCU. includes Guardians, right? Um, right. Which is like I think that that's all the rising his rising arc is like for sure. Oh, Parks and Rec! I was making people who were not maybe not classically, but like trained comedians break character on for set, sure. and I lived in a trailer and had no classical training. And everyone yeah. was like, we should get this guy to work. And then it just, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, this guy's actually talented. Um, and, and he's hit big, you know, your Jurassic Parks, your Legos movie. Uh, your, yeah. your, now uh, he's doing Pas- Mario. <laughs> yeah, right. Now he's Garfield. Now he's, you know, Passengers didn't do well, but it means nothing because he's he's one of the he's, uh, yeah. biggest actors on the planet. Um, right. And anyway, it's just, it, and the same could be, said for people behind the camera of the MCU. Uh, but we don't have time <laughs> to get into that no. now. Uh, but they they have not been able to turn the success of these movies, by and large, into successful, more auteur-driven projects. With the exception sure. of Taika. Taika's the only one who's <laughs> who's done it, you know? Sure. I mean, Kenneth he, Branagh directed the first Thor. Yeah, but Kenneth Branagh... Fine was an Academy Award-nominated director before Thor. You know, like, he... Kenneth Branagh had sure. made Hamlet into a blockbuster before Thor. Uh, but you're right, he did Have anybody up, Thor. is what you're saying. Has anybody gotten Has anybody, their big break and right. then gone to go make better stuff? So sure. I think Taika counts, because Taika mm-hmm. takes... You know, he'd made a couple movies before that, but he takes the success of Thor Ragnarok and makes it into Jojo Rabbit, which otherwise right. would not have been possible. Um, Russo's, you know, they've only just got out, but we'll see if their, like, adult thrillers can, can be successful. Um, John Favreau, I suppose. But John Favreau has only Favreau used his success to make other that. Disney movies. Like, that, like he made one non-Disney <laughs> yeah. movie, uh, yeah. after, after the success of Iron Man. Um, a lot of them are, are fresh, but, like, Ryan Coogler has not been able to turn the success of Black Panther into another movie. He didn't do um, that. No, he didn't. No. There's another show with Michael he was, B. Jordan in it. But he was, that was going to do some, you know, low budget movie, and then it just didn't happen. 
And you'd think like the director of Black Panther could have gotten something made uh, off of that juice. Yeah. Um, it, the the a lot of these have been directed by the Russo, so it's tough to like run through. Peyton Reed has only done Marvel stuff. James Gunn has only done big two superhero stuff since then. Uh, obviously, the Suicide Squad is like very much his movie, but he, I don't count that in the same way because he just went to the other guy for a second, you know. Um, yeah, sure. It's Shane Black got to make one movie off of the success of Iron Man 3, making Iron Man 3 a billion-dollar movie. Um, yep. He made The Nice Guys, an excellent film, but it made no yeah. money. And, yeah. um, and then he made an Alien or a Predator movie. That he made was... a Predator movie that got yanked out of his hands, so it's terrible. <laughs> so thanks, it's, Fox. So it's awful. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good job. Good job, everyone involved. <laughs> Way to play. They we hired him to make a, a movie written by Ta-Nehisi Coates coming out. But... <clears throat> Coogler. Yeah, but how long has that been coming out, you know? Well, he, Coogler is so saddled with uh, Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is his solo A Star Wars Story because he Had to start over? They've, they've, well, they have to keep stopping and starting because the lead actor refuses to get fucking vaccinated. (laughs) Like, they just have to keep, they have to keep shutting shit down. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not trying to, I don't like to, to relish like, oh, a movie seems troubled. Take your fucking shot. Uh, because they're, we're just trying to make fucking art here, folks. Uh, but it, I, I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be dicey. Um, that's just, that's just my it's opinion. Hard to piece, it's gonna be hard to put together for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to put together. Uh, but also, if you, are you, are you aware of the death of the Nile, the upcoming Kenneth Branagh, Hercule Poirot uh, mystery yeah. movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the most yeah. canceled supporting cast in the history of cinema. Are you fucking kidding me? Letitia Wright, Russell Brand, Army Hammer, Gal Gadot. Are you kidding me? That is the problematic the movie. (laughs) Are you fucking serious right now? I didn't know Uh, Letitia Wright was like adamantly uh, anti-vaccination. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Sucks. It sucks sucks a lot. Uh, Yeah, I remember seeing Army Hammer and Gal Gadot, or however you pronounce her last name. Sorry. I think, uh, you you pronounce the T, um, right? That's what it's I thought. Israeli too. and not French, right? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's people that don't really care for. It. <laughs> uh, okay, um, sorry. I know that uh, Wonder Woman was like an icon, but I don't think that movie either of them are good. The second one isn't the question. Rose Leslie, I'm excited to see her in something that's not Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's cool. I like her. Russell Brand, I like him kind of sometimes. Well, he's he's all fucking conservative right wing now so uh fuck fuck that guy sometimes um, sometimes 10 years ago i liked russell brand is what i meant yeah exactly i i honestly forgetting sarah marshall fooled me into thinking i liked russell brand and then apparently i just don't like him in anything else but i think he's perfect in forgetting sarah marshall and i don't recognize anybody else nope that's all i got for you uh but anyway most most problematic cast <laughs> i've ever seen in a movie and that and that is saying something god we've talked for an hour this is of course advanced media studies uh podcast uh where we aim where we aim to talk about every piece of pop culture ever created and honestly that hour gives us like a good fucking we get we get as much as we possibly can off our chest don't we that's that's absolutely fucking right uh and uh i don't know i'll cut it up or i won't uh, no. There's a time. There's a time code in the description always no. if you want to skip the chat. The chit chat. Um, the chatter. But uh, yeah, we return now. And since uh, Jace to... isn't here, we could just do like an episode since we've already recorded for an hour and give them like a 
a fun kind of off week episode where we talk about all the shit we just talked about. Yeah, anything. Uh, I mean, if that's what you want to do, if you don't, if you, you want to just like take a take a brief uh, uh, sabbatical from The Witcher, that's fine. Oh no, it's up to you. I don't give a shit. I could talk forever. <laughs> I have family game night at. 10 so you've got two hours oh, <laughs> please don't sick, take dude. up all those two hours no i will not please for the love of god um but uh we, we return now to our witcher winter break uh i am one of your hosts tv's kevin lanigan and if i were uh, going to die in the world of the witcher this week it was because i got really drunk and yelled at the wrong owl <laughs> <laughs> what a weird moment I'm Caleb, the third host, but today the second host, the daddy host, hostess with the mostest, probably heard her earlier, kids. Um, and if I die in the Witcher universe, it would be because I thought sewers were the safe route and aren't. No, <laughs> come on. You think, what come do you think is going to happen the in the Witcher sewer? What do you think is going to happen in the Witcher sewer? What do you think? Uh, nothing good. Uh, so I, you know what? I'll adep- I'll, ad- I'll amend that, too. I would die because I turned my back on an obvious hazard in sewers are you in kidding the me? universe like you... i was like oh this is where he dies that's not okay cool beans. are you <laughs> choking me it's it's ridiculous uh so they yeah. they take it out uh we'll do we'll do brief uh witcher news just because i think there was something that was relevant uh the this week uh, the the showrunner the show Lauren Schmidt Hisrich took to Twitter and made a big thread uh, that started with "Let's talk about Eskel uh, because people are very mad. We talked about it last week about uh, the death of Eskel on this show, um, sure. where again not a significant character, but people you know fan culture stand culture is fucking buck wild. You know, <laughs> like they will they will go to the fucking map for the most minor fucking nothing character you've ever seen. Um, and uh, anyway, so she took to Twitter to make a big thread to talk about their reasoning in taking out Eskel at that point, which I will remind everyone she is under no obligation to do, right? Yeah. She, creators do not owe you a decision-making process. It could be very nice when they offer like, hey, here's what we were <laughs> thinking and you can disagree or you can agree or whatever, they are under no obligation to like apologize to you for anything. Um, yeah, and any- just to further re- reiterate what we said last week before you go on, like Witchers already kind of made it clear they're not running with the precise lore of the books. No, good for them, and definitely not did, the games. Also, which definitely not I would games. remind everyone they are not adapting. <laughs> this, this is not an adaptation of the video games. It's very much its own thing. Yes. And it's really weird to me that, like, a majority of the community was is and was fine with Marvel doing that after a couple movies. They were like, wait, wait. Oh, they're their own thing. And maybe that's a marketing thing. Maybe Feige was smart enough to step forward and be like, they're their own universe. Yeah. And people were like, dope, whatever. Why can't people get that anywhere else? Like, The Witcher show is not going to be the book you read. You don't want it to be. The no. Game of Thrones show is not going to be the books you read. You would argue the last couple of seasons you wanted it to be. Sure, uh, but they ran out the of The Wheel books. of Time, like <laughs> Shadow and Bone. None of these things are going to be exact. Stop acting like they should. Sorry, you gotta go on. fucking twist it. You gotta fucking you gotta take it and turn it into a TV show. And I always think of it more like they are taking the books and tr- 
uh, uh, transforming them into a sure. TV show. You know, sure. like this is an inspiration for the TV show. Sure. Uh, but like again, there this we this episode would be like the beginning of the fourth bo- uh, the first novel book essentially. And I will remind everyone that nothing fucking happens in that book. They gotta fucking twist some they shit. They gotta up. do something. They gotta come up with anything to happen. Yeah. Uh, so they, it's the same so they reason people like want video game movies to happen, but when they actually put someone in charge of it that doesn't understand or isn't a huge fan of the game before they take the job, those things generally pan out to be bad because nobody wants the game as a movie. They want a movie about the game in the game's universe, and like it's weird to me that that seems very clear and no one's done that. I'm worried about the game or the 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 Last of Us show. I'm worried. I, I love. I love. Why do I always fucking forget his name? Uh, Pedro. Pedro Pascal. I love Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. You got Craig Mazin. You know, writing it. You know, he's yeah. he's having a fucking moment right now between Chernobyl and Mythic Quest. You know. Yeah. Um, I love it, the team that's putting it together. I hope desperately that they don't do just the first game. At the same time, if there was a game to make one to one into a show, the Last of Us would probably be it. But for yeah. a long time, people talked about making a division game or movie. Sorry, that still technically has Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal signed onto it, and a good writer, um, uh, and Doug Lehman, I think, directing the guy who did okay. the Born movie. Yeah, like he did could the first Born and uh, Edge of Tomorrow, my beloved <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, could like actually be good. That could be good. Um, but like people are like, what what part from the game do you want? None. Yeah. Like the Mass Effect show, or the, Ma- the idea of a Mass Effect show. Make it about anybody but Shepard. The do, fucking... do, just do something different. It doesn't just, even just have to be like... Play it in the universe, t- but don't, yeah. don't tell me about people that I, I know. It doesn't have to be a specific like mm. lore thing. You're just like generally adapting the idea of Mass Effect, like the very successful Resident Evil movies did. Right, yeah. and I don't yeah. like love those movies, but like they got it. They, they carved a spot for themselves. <laughs> they uh, understood the assignment and uh, were, were very <laughs> yeah. successful. They made fucking six of those. You know, uh, they're the only fucking one that's worked. Yeah. And and uh, everyone wrongfully hates the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is good actually. <laughs> and uh, but I, you can listen to a full fucking two hour podcast about that on this very podcast feed. Uh, we're yeah. we're skipping right along. Anyway, she laid out in express detail like the whole emotional reasoning behind it and whether or not you agree with it, you know whatever. But like she did that, and people were just like being pieces of shit. And I was like, right, that's why creators don't do this more often. You expect something from creators you have no right to you right. <laughs> you do not actually own their lives and their mental sanity and their health you know and then when you demand an explanation and they give it to you you go i demand the explanation i wanted <laughs> that does, well, also doesn't work go back homie. and change it remake the last jedi <laughs> oh my god i thought about that today in the shower i was like yo for a minute people thought they could get enough signatures on a petition that Disney would relinquish rights to Star Wars to get it and remade. Fans to remake, and they thought they would eight. get like the original actors, and they thought they—I they, don't know what they thought. I don't think they know how movies thought do. A, thought a lot of things. It's the same reason why, like, the idea of gamers <laughs> demanding how a game changed fucking just makes me want to vomit because y'all don't know how games work you don't know how games i don't work. want you telling me how to fix it because you don't get it 
And I think so much, like, we only want things in comparison to other things, and if we actually had gotten it the first time, we would be asking why the other thing didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the constant, uh, the forever, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The forever unsatisfied. Yeah, just like uh, sour grapes for life, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, just, never I content. don't know, man. Yeah. I'm yeah, not happy anyway. about anything. Anyway, this ep- this season uh, and these two episodes of this show are good. Are very good. You know, this show was in my top ten uh, TV shows of the year list that I just published. You know? It's a good show. Yes. And I yeah. haven't even seen all of that. I've only seen like half of the season, but I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was the news. Stop being shitty to uh, good people on the internet please just stop please just, just stop just, maybe don't um let's 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 jump let's jump into it right uh these two episodes that are about uh exes these are about exes these are about having exes these are about being an ex uh these are two episodes about about exes uh starting with season two episode four redanian intelligence uh, directed by Sarah O'Gorman, written by Sneha Kors. In this episode, uh, Triss arrives at Kermorin, uh to uh, investigate more about uh, the the Leshy. I guess they're that's just their name for it. They're not shortening it. That's just what the monster is called in this adaptation is a Leshy. Um, yeah. Anyway, finding and, what, is that, and they, what is that traditionally short for? Lesh N, like it was, Leshen, I don't know. Right. Okay, That's I just I don't know. I just don't know why. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Does not matter. Uh, and they they start to believe that these uh, strange and evolved monsters are in connection to uh, a monolith that Siri destroyed in the pilot <laughs> of this show, right? Right. Um, yeah. And uh, that's that's a callback. And uh, Vesemir also believes that Ciri's elder blood might be able to uh, reignite the long dormant process of creating witchers, uh, which yes. has been so lost to time. Uh, also, at the same time, uh, uh, Yennefer and Kahir arrive uh, in uh, somewhere. Sintra. And Sintra. And uh, they uh, uh, f- uh, are, are uh, instructed that the person who will be able to get them out of the city is called the Sandpiper, only to oh, find wait, out that the Sandpiper... Oh, wait, that's not in Sintra. They get no. to Sintra. Sorry, my yeah. bad. Uh, Oxenfurt. There we yes. go. Oxenfurt. That's what I was looking for. Uh, they get there, and the Sandpiper is, of course... Uh, our old friend Yaskier, who finally makes his appearance in this season, uh, my singing boy, a good song that's absolutely about fucking Geralt. <laughs> banger, yeah, that's his fucking breakup song yeah. <laughs> with Geralt. This is this is his dear John. <laughs> yeah. If if, if Yaskier <laughs> were Taylor Swift, and uh, yeah, anyway, we're having a we're having a great time. Uh, also, yeah, we're introduced in a completely separate divorced set of scenes to uh graham mctavish as uh sigmund dijkstra uh the spy master for redania yeah um what a spicy what a spicy man i love this man uh what a cool guy uh dijkstra's a fun character he's big in witcher 3 and in the second witcher book that i just finished uh yesterday and uh he's a fun character i'm very excited to see what they do uh and i'm very excited for y'all to see how this owl business plays out i'm really excited for you to know what's up with that dang owl (laughs) i want to know i want to know he's arguing with it 
you'll find out soon enough. And you're right, the the owl does not is not voiced in any way. He's just arguing with this owl, uh, which is a oh cool, wait, it's a, not actually talking to him. Well, it is not. I'm sorry. In the show, it, it we don't hear a voice. Sure. Sorry. Right. That is what right. I meant. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's that's fun. It's not a lot to make of that plot line, but they decide that they need to send Dara. Uh, welcome back to the show, Dara, Rat Boy. Uh, they pull out Rat Boy uh, to to uh, you know do something. It's been a few days <laughs> since I, they they need they to send... want somebody. They want to send an elf to Sintra to get yeah. um, to Sintra, right? Well, Sintra is controlled by Nilfgaard. Right, exactly. To Sintra yeah. to gather intel on the occupying Nilfgaardian. Right, and they forces. think with the new alliance with the elves that he would be good because he he elf he elf boy, he he be um, elf yeah he be elf uh yeah anyway I loved the scenes where Yennefer and Yaski are like fucking sharing a a fucking glass of, sharing a bottle over how yeah. much they regret getting involved with Geralt of Rivia it's just so <laughs> it's so fun it's like the the that that movie where like that one guy's all his exes come together and like we're gonna fucking ruin this guy's life don't remember oh what that yeah movie was something called. must die right. Oh, well, yes, John Tucker must die. That's not even the one I was thinking of, but a classic oh, a classic example of the there's, genre. There's more than one example. There's more than one. Uh, the one I'm thinking of had, like, Kate Upton in it, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Could mean. not, for the light, gun to my head, gun to my mom's Tiffany head, could Haddish not tell you the too? title. Oh, is she? Wow. Good I, um, maybe. Yeah. Who's Tiffany Haddish? <laughs> I might have just pulled the name out of my ass. Who is that? Definitely not <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who was I thinking of? I uh, no idea. It's called The Other Woman. The Other Woman. Is it Kate Hudson? No, I'm just thinking it's of Kate, Kate Upton. Upton. It's Kate Upton. I'm thinking of Kate Upton, but I was I was asking if Kate Hudson was the other other woman. I was going to say this. I was going to say Cameron Diaz, and it's, I was right, Cameron Diaz, and then the other chick is Leslie Mann, not Tiffany Haddish. Uh, <laughs> very, very different. Very, very different. Very different people. Um, and the you know, guy is Nikolai Kostarwada. It's ooh, fucking Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. Yeah. I saw his name as like a producer credit recently, and I was like, what? 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 I mean, you made uh, enough money doing yeah, whatever. Friends. Why the fuck I say not? go for it. It's like when you're watching any TV show or movie that was produced at like an independent budget level and is about like a minority, and you're like, Brad Pitt produced this. He produced all of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter what one you're <laughs> Wait, watching. What? He produced all of them. He produces, like, every Barry Jenkins and Steve McQueen. He produced The Farewell. He produced Minari. Like, it's just, that's Brad yeah. Pitt's thing. Uh, producing yeah. indie movies about minorities. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, Waldo has produced a few things. Flea? It was uh, Flea. It was there Flea. you go. Boom. It I was had... the animated <laughs> documentary. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But I was like, gosh, Caster Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what you doing, dude? Nicolaj Kenister Waldo. Yeah. Alright. Go for it, dude. He was good yeah. on that show. They ruined his character, but he's very good on that show. Oh, his character deserves such a better ending. <laughs> but let's he's not so relitigate Game sorry. of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones. Not here. This is a whole this is a place for good fantasy. This is a safe space. <laughs> yes, this is a safe place where Game of Thrones can't hurt us. Yes. And um but uh yeah, I like the scene of them commiserating. You know, it's like I guess I misread the previous 
Remember when when Yennefer is not going to behead our friend Kay here, the Black Knight, and she starts hearing like the the Deathless Mother saying like "Come to me," and yeah. she knocks it over and runs away. I thought they were headed straight there. That was my read. I suppose I misinterpreted the sequence because they oh, yeah, she is no. not actually headed in that direction at all, but the voice stays in her head. Yeah, the voice is basically saying like, "If you want your power back, you know how to get it." Yeah, and, and I thought the first time that started happening that it was like, oh, okay, she's going to go right there. But I was like, oh, she didn't choose either. She's like, everyone, please stop telling me what to do. And she exactly, away. exactly. And then <laughs> only see. when she's absolutely forced to, which is next episode, uh, do we see what that actually would have looked like if she were to have done what she was told. I'm sure this will go well. I'm sure there will be no repercussions, <laughs> no repercussions for, for Yennefer's actions. I'm sure it's going to yeah, go very yeah. well for everyone involved it'd be fine um but it's it was a it was a fun set of sequences i like the the plot line with the two elves and the one who's just like a complete coward shit i'm liking all of the appearances of sign language that i'm seeing in t- in tv now i think that's, i wonder that's I really wonder. good because because hawkeye yeah. also obviously had had quite a bit of sign language and just like you're accounting her character and that is just how they communicate and i i, yeah. I like that uh drive my car a movie that I love from this year, one of my favorite movies of 2021, has a character that's just communicating in sign language. That movie is actually very interesting because it's about them putting on a play and every actor is speaking their native language, including mm. like one character who is signing the entire time. Um, mm. it, a fascinating, beautiful movie if you ever if you ever get the chance. Um, yeah, but um, I'm I'm interested to know the 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 technical accuracy of the sign language only because I have a friend sure. who speaks. ASL doesn't mm-hmm. speak it. Yeah, I'm wondering Signs. if he is signing ASL or like you know consonant yeah, sign like, language. There's like several kinds, right? If he's like yeah. making it, if he's just doing like Doctor Strange hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. Um, yeah, or like Hawkeye has these moments where like whenever Echo is talking, whenever yeah. the the woman is talking, it's very good mm-hmm. because I think she's actually deaf. I think so. So like she actually has to do it. Which is cool. <laughs> but when other characters do it, even Hawkeye himself, who's admittedly in the show not good at it, my buddy's like, what? <laughs> when they do things? And also they do this creative, like, what if we just panned away from mm-hmm. their hands? Uh-huh. We kind of just get like glimpses as thing. they're dipping into frame, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That was cool. But I, I liked, you know, that that element of it uh, that like, you know, she and Kazi were speaking back and forth in like sign language. Um, yeah, I thought that was. I thought was, I, I'm liking the. I'm liking the appearance of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I love I, that they finally made Hawkeye deaf, and that they yeah. explained it. Fine, like yeah, what he happens? And he just flashes through explosions <laughs> happening to him. That was funny. He's, like, he's just like getting know. exploded on and crashing and falling. That was funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, very good. yeah. Anyway, it was, that uh, shows that uh, show's not terrible, by the way. It's okay. Uh, that like show it. was uh, my favorite of these shows so far. <laughs> I yeah, think it was I, en- the, I enjoyed it. It uh, was fun. Solidly best one. Would recommend actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, for whatever that's worth. But I I, I, I enjoy <laughs> that and like you know Jennifer of course has to uh, uh, break out and and go after her friend as the as the ship is is sailing away. But the real. The real thing that simply must be discussed in this episode, the mm-hmm. real thing, is how much Triss fucking sucks. <laughs> I, I hate her. Why? She, what? Because, okay, let's, let's start. She knows Yennefer is alive. Bad start. And she, and she knows what Geralt is talking about. 
And she knows that that is what he is sad. He is not sad over the 11 other people that allegedly died at the Battle of Sodden. He is sad about one particular person. One particular person that she knows is alive and she is selfishly she keeping that... Is hot with her, with, with yeah, her? that's news. They know. Yeah, no, that, okay. they, they, are, they are keenly aware because that is how he has known anything about the 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 people of Eratusa. He has no other reason to have interacted sure. with them previously. Why would she think he's emotional over anything else? Well, uh, I mean, I, she talks she talks she talks about knowing him before we've seen them together. That's true. Would... And they were they were in an episode together in the first season, you know, she she accompanies Geralt on that uh the Striga adventure. Um Wait, but... is that what she's talking about with the, the, the we interacted in the past? Yes, that is what she. I did not remember that because it's been two fucking years since the first season. Since came you out. saw it, right? Exactly. So my, I but... completely forgot. I thought it was just lore that we didn't know. No, All she right. was, she was, she was in that. They added her to that story, and I think it worked. Like to have someone sure. to, to communicate with. Uh, but but anyway, she knows what's up, and I'm not. I'm not saying that in like, uh, Tris bad character. They are writing a selfish person, and she's like the worst kind of selfish. Where sure. like. She doesn't think she's being self. You know, she she's right. hiding her selfishness, her nastiness underneath. Like, oh, I'm just so innocent. <laughs> I'm just. I need you. I and need you, Gerald. The worst. Not, we don't person. have to. We don't have to fuck. Just lay down next to me. Because that's always how that ends up uh-huh. maintaining. Mm-hmm. And that's we are going never, to stop that's never gone. there. <laughs> it will never proceed past that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you want to uh, you want to read from the library and chill. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be super cool. Anyway, uh, this is a fucking anti-trist podcast. Uh, but that just <laughs> they, they wrote her well. She's very frustrating, and I think yeah. that is I think that's part of it. Uh, but the 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 progression of the the Vesemir storyline because they're they're bringing in this element of Siri a bit earlier than they do in the books, but I think. It's the right call because stop fucking pussyfooting around. Also, half the people yeah. who played the game, they know what's up. We don't need to keep it a fucking secret the entire time, right? Like she, they believe she is a child of the elder blood, uh, which is a whole thing. I'm sure they'll explain it, but they actually they foreshadowed it in the first episode this season. I I went back and I checked um, just to make sure, and when the when Nivellin the pigman is showing her the fucking the shadow puppet, the Horsebot yeah. 3000 show, that, <laughs> and they don't say any names, that is the story of the person that Siri is descended from. Yeah. Which is yeah. such a cool little fucking yeah. detail. They gave you the information at the beginning, and you didn't know, so you're a little, you're dumb, you didn't have all the information, you didn't know, and then they gave it to you. And that's just, that's, that's uh, mm-hmm. folks, that's called it's foreshadowing. Good. It's good. And then <laughs> in the next episode, they tell you. That that's what that story was. Yeah, they straight up. They straight I up, rewound like, that forget. scene three times to be like, "Why the fuck did she just say Nivellin's name?" And then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love when shows like point to something. Like, look, oh. hey, dummy, look." And I'm and, like, "What?" <laughs> and then I finally, "Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, got it. Oh, Thanks. big dumb, um, big dumb, big dumb, dumb. Yeah, it's me. Got it. I forgot. Oh, no, it me. <laughs> I forgot. I'm oh. stupid. It me. Eaten paste once again." <laughs> <laughs> paste right out the fucking yep. and, and anyway yeah so so that's all that's all interesting that's all well and good and yeah. uh it's all it's all progressing and i like having 
uh, Triss as an element at Kaer Morin as another sort of like counterbalance to that fucking the testosterone that is just like coating every wall of that place um it's it's good and it's good for siri to have like a woman around uh that that moment where tris it's a it's a moment from the book that they adapted where she's like hey do you men know anything about raising a girl do you know like what's gonna happen when it's her fucking time of the month why do you make her covered in mud all the time? Maybe she wants to feel good Does about herself. Does she have fucking soap, dog? Like, yeah. Like, what? I, uh, right, you're witchers. I don't think you use soap a lot. Uh, and every time you do, it's like an event. They have to show us you yeah. bathing because it is implied that you're not doing it very yeah. often. You right? also see it in the episode where Eskel turns into the Leshy uh, when, like, Lambert is just, like, escorting the guests into rooms and just bursts into Siri's room. Mm-hmm. With his sword out, <laughs> she's like, "What are you doing?" And then one of the guests is like, "You fucking animal! Don't walk into a woman's room without knocking with a weapon drawn. The fuck is wrong with you?" And he's like, "I'm just doing my job." <laughs> like they don't know how to interact with people right. like them, and it's yeah. adorable. I love it. They're like big kids that murder things. It's yeah, very they don't funny. know. They don't know what the fuck is up. They don't have people don't know skills. Shit. Yeah, they don't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. Bunch of idiots. I love them. Uh, they're <laughs> the beautiful. Best. Yeah, it's great, and and that's all. It's all it's all well and good. I'm liking the sort of equilibrium. What feels like probably the dynamics that will carry us through the rest of the season, uh, laying out here. It's all it's all interesting. It's all well and good. I think like. I think we're shaping up to interesting things. Me like um, me like. So me on like. to the next episode then. Absolutely. Oh, uh, se- season two, episode five. Turn your back. Uh, directed by Ed Bazalget. Uh, written by Haley Hall in this episode. Geralt uh, is now Geralt is on the X squad as he and Istrid uh, come together to investigate uh, the the monolith, which turns out to be just like a giant fucking canyon Siri ripped in the countryside. Just like yeah. a big ass fucking the monolith hole. falls and then just rips the just plane apart. Tears shit apart. Uh, at yeah. the same time, Yaskier is being tortured by Reince, uh, who is sort of a fire mage, and uh, Yennefer <laughs> has to make a grim bargain uh, to uh, get him out of it and get her powers returned. Uh, Geralt learns from Istrid that Yennefer is alive, sort of on accident, uh, but uh, it, it's good that he knows uh, and uh, Triss does a little, I don't know what you would, vision quest <laughs> with Ciri. Yeah, yeah, uh, does a little, does a little uh, Agatha Harkness with Siri. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, all Siri's fucking greatest hits. I guess they couldn't yeah. get the actor that played Queen Calanthe, because they very, that's a real body double kind of kind of shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, it's there. the back of her head. Mom or Grandma? <laughs> grandma you're and like, it's kind of it kind of works in context you know they they figure out a way to it'd be weird if she wasn't there at all um but you know we make do with what you have it's like a weird yeah. dream it's fine to not see the face but they did get the the mother you know they got the the woman who played her mother in season one and uh anyway so that's uh, uh mother and, with quotation marks hmm Right, because something's fucked up about that. Also, lady. is uh, is Rians in the in the books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this he is seems a, that is intimidating. A, the torture like scene uh, is straight out of the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's bad news. 
He's, he's not a, he's just not a good man. openly wielding fire magic and not hiding right. it. Because we're like, doing, oh, okay. it seems like we're doing like a weird Zuko thing with K here, the Black Knight. Like we're gonna maybe send him on like what it like a, a Jamie Lannister redemption arc again before they just trash the redemption arc. <laughs> Please um, don't again. But it seems like that's what we're doing with K here, which I think is interesting. So it's like, yeah, we need to bring in Reeds. Uh, because he's just bad. He's just bad business. He's, he's no good. If you sure. start to kind of like fudge with your bad guy, you got to bring in a new bad guy who's sure. going to fuck sure. shit up. Uh, so that's, so I that's hope all that good. they steer away from my biggest beef with game of Thrones is which, which is the introduction of Ramsey Bolton who mm-hmm. like was a character that was introduced to be bad for bad sake. I hope that Rience has like some motivation Nuance. that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. It because, might. Because like I felt like I mean, yeah. this is again we keep talking about shows that aren't game with or <laughs> Witcher, but Ramsey Bolton's existence for three seasons serves no fucking purpose. He's just like a fucked up guy at all. He's just a maniac, and like people will be like, but he turns Theon into Reek. Theon never Great. does anything cool again. Right, like that is not a significant enough no. thing for him to have. I mean, and the Battle of the he... Bastards is a very good moment in the show, but it could have been anybody yeah. else. And we, you know, we, I guess, I, let's, uh, doesn't he do something with Sansa? Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, they got married. That they were sucks. Forced, she was forced to marry him. And like, I don't like that he argues all. that she's, he argues that he's the reason that she is as smart as she is now, because he taught her how real the world, fuck off, dude. I hate this. Ramsey sucks. Ramsey sucks. Anybody it. who liked Ramsey, dumb. I the only thing uh, I liked about him was that he got eaten by his dogs. That fucking ruled. Yeah, uh, that coming. But he had that coming, right? So yeah, I was like, coming. they better feed him to his. Okay, that's gonna happen. Great. Oh, okay, that's good, the only great. way this could have gone. Thanks, good, Glad, glad we sorted that out. Glad that uh, but at least thing. he got to play uh, Maximus the Mad in the uh, Inhumans television show. Did he? Yeah. Did anybody watch that show? No, come on. Okay. Hey, no. you're the one that brought it the fuck up. Hey, listen, he just got to do it. I don't know what to tell you. He was almost kind of quasi-semi in the MCU, right? Uh, oh, uh, in humans was a thing that happened. Yeah, remember? Your boy Big, forgot. No, I didn't. <laughs> Big dog, lockjaw. Um, they had to cut all of Medusa's cool hair off because it was an expensive special effect. Boy, it was before a show. Marvel, I had it wrapped. I had a, had its fingers wrapped around its vision. I guess we got this. We did. Remember how they released the first episode in IMAX? No. Well, you do now. That's you'll never forget now. <laughs> you'll never forget how can that I they. Watch... Oh, that has, it has to be well. Inhumans show. ABC streaming. Yeah, it was on ABC, like Agents of Shield. It looks like it's just on Disney Plus, my man. Oh shit. My good man, looks like you, you can just type fucking... on the Marvel folder of Disney Plus, and this show is buried under everything else. Yeah, They're absolutely. Just like, if there. you forgot this existed, that would be fine. But yeah, it's right fucking on there. You know, and I type in Inhumans, you got fucking Inside Out, Incredibles Two, Incredibles One, Jump In, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and Inhumans. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest has yeah. literally the letters I N not in it. <laughs> Do not know how that uh, got fucking uh, roped in there. Yeah, wow, they shaved her really head so to, early. Just really want you to watch something else. Oh, yeah. so she has like Medusa hair in the beginning. Yeah, and then they and shaved then they it all off it. because they couldn't afford it. Um, 
Or they chose to allocate their budget elsewhere. They got fucking Ken Long on this show, man. Yeah. And uh, anyway, there's only eight episodes. You could, <laughs> you could just if you if if the COVID symptoms get worse, my man, you could just do that. Oh, I could for just a kill day. my brain too. Thanks. Yeah. yeah if that. you're like if you're if you do what I do and you're just sick on the couch, you know, and you're like, I don't know, I'm probably gonna fade in and out of consciousness throughout the day. Yeah, fuck it. I'll put on eight episodes of Inhumans. <laughs> I'll just fucking I'll live in that space for a little yeah, while. Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know. I not oh, hey, boss. there are people from this show that are going to be in the Gray Man, which is I think we talked about recently. Hey, so Marvel does keep people they like around. <laughs> Maybe they just auditioned separately. Maybe it had nothing to do with the. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. Make it canon. Uh, Make it canon. <laughs> they made Daredevil canon. Making humans yeah, canon. You coward. If they, if they start just like pulling people into it. That would be amazing. Oh, hey, remember this person? No. They were in a show. What show? Don't worry about it. We canceled it before the first season was over. Pick and but... choose all your failed children, you know? Bring in um, yeah. bring in uh, Nick Blood and uh, Bobby Morse from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Just to have, a, you know, have fun with it. Have fun yeah, with whatever. It. You, y'all can do anything you want now. Yeah. You uh, make anyway. your own money and decisions. The Witcher. Uh, anyway, Witcher. This, is, this, is, this is fun. Uh, I like, uh, again, Yennefer's ex-boyfriends kind of walking through a trench uh, and then having a, having, a, having a little bit of a good time. Uh, Geralt continues his hatred of fucking intellectuals. And uh, they're having a, they got a <laughs> yeah, it's great. They got to really fucking kind of bend over backwards to work the Yennefer thing back into it. Uh, but you know they did what they they did the right thing I think by putting Istrid in two episodes ago at Eratusa, so you like remember him and you see it's something he's like doing now. You yeah. know, yeah. I also like just speaking again about uh, Geralt's hatred for the fact that he has to even talk to Istrid <laughs> like they briefly also there's a I'm I meant to mention this there's a line from Vesemir I think it's in this episode but it might have been last episode there, there's a line he delivers at some point that rules it's it's really good and I tried to look on IMDB and see if they had quotes for the two episodes and they don't so all right fun not that I would get lucky enough that that would be in there but Vesemir, Vesemir's great. I love him. He's very good. Anyway, back to what I was saying. They're talking about, like, the potential that these monoliths are, like, something that can be tapped into. Mm-hmm. And Geralt, Geralt's like, oh, great, so you can fuck with something else? <laughs> oh, neat. That's what we need. <laughs> More like, cool, fucking sorcerers cool. messing Let's with Let's hope shit. that's not it, you fucking idiot. I love, love when it. sorcerers experiment with powerful magical objects. Uh, they don't neat. understand. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems, I assume that Istrid is going to be ultimately correct about this. I mean, like, I know he's right that the other realms continue to exist and they kind of just, like, dropped mm-hmm. beings off as they sort of, like, con- conjuncted, as, yeah. as they would say. Um, right? Because, like, the humans of the Witcher universe are from Earth. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the like, continent. generations and generations have gone by. But yeah. like they are from our Earth. Um, oh, and really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the when the spheres conjuncted, there was this planet 
that had the elves on it, right? Where on the continent, like where we are, where the show is set. Oh, so this planet is originally the elves' home, and then humans show up. I think it's actually like originally like a lizard being home, but then the elves showed up and they eliminated all the lizard people, and then humans and monsters show up essentially at the same time. Gotcha. And then they take care of the elves. <laughs> so, uh, sure. so, so now humans are the dominant species on the planet, and monsters are still running around. But the humans on the continent are from the planet Earth. Um, it, originally, generations and generations and generations ago. Um, Interesting. All right. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, so that's something. Uh, so Istrid is right. Spoilers, I guess. Um, that that it was. It, the planets did not join as three and one. They sort of like pass through and drop some people off. So I guess in theory, Earth, like our Earth, should have gotten some monsters and elves as well. I'm not sure exactly how it, how it works, um, but the yeah. um, the monolith was there. the receptacle. Yeah, you don't like a monolith. They're never up to anything good. They're communicating with shit you want nothing to do with, and and, and monsters we're... are climbing out of them. Not great. Not great not, stuff. Not excellent. Don't love it. Um, I wonder how they're gonna have to fucking solve that. Are we gonna be like jumping realms? That would be wild, wild. Yeah, the upside down comes to Witcher. What is this? The fucking Nutcracker in the Four Realms? How many realms do we got on this fucking show? <laughs> you are a dipshit for posting mm, that you. on Twitter. I have to. <laughs> I laughed yeah. like an absolute idiot <laughs> you because cannot... I was like, "Fuck you." for making me remember this movie nobody watched. You cannot be impressed with No Way Home once you've seen Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Simply the pinnacle of realm-based cinema. You ain't never seen realms like Nutcracker and the Four Realms. <laughs> <laughs> I might uh, fuck around and watch Nutcracker and the Four Realms. I need to watch that. I've never seen it. It's on fucking Disney Plus, you know? Maybe oh, your kids shit. will like it, you know? Probably not. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> kids like singing it. Is there singing in it? I don't think so. Hmm. So I think my daughter's my daughter's hard taxed to pay attention to anything that's not got singing in it, uh, oh, okay. especially since Encanto recently came out on oh, Disney so Plus. And so she's it. like, "I'm just gonna watch you. this twelve times." Yeah, I'm like, "Thanks, all right, cool beans." Ah, uh, that sounds good. Yeah, great. Yeah. Encanto, Magic yeah. House. <laughs> what's up singing. with this house? Yeah, what is it? What's the, what's going on? I mean, John Leguizamo's in it. Who's you know America's Hispanic uncle? Uh, uh, Stephanie Beatriz. Yes. Also, she's got America's T.O., John Leguizamo. <laughs> America's T.O., 100%. Yeah, uh, Stephanie Beatrice is a great voice and is, like, sure. bubbly in this. Uh, and as Diaz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right. the only thing I would imagine most people know her from, that is not her. Right. Well, she was... She. I like that we're seeing her range because she was also in, in The Heights playing... Um, uh, a Hispanic hairdresser, and she was big, and she was lively, you know, and she was like nice. uh, uh, gossipy. I didn't watch in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Uh, it's yeah. on HBO Max again. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad's back too. I realize. Yeah, Suicide Squad is back. So that's where we're at for everyone keeping track at home. That's where we're at in the re-uploading of these movies that were already on there. So we're at what August? Um, September. That movie came out in September. Yeah, Suicide Squad was September like fifth. Oh, okay. Well, so we're at early September, so it's going to be another, like, month and a half until June, everyone. I am sorry about that. They should just delay it six months so that when it comes out, they have a trailer for the next one. Perfect. Uh, sounds great. Yeah, 2023, <laughs> June 2. Everyone get psyched. Here we go. Mm-hmm. bing But uh, anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Realms. <laughs> Witcher realms. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The realms are interesting. Uh, the the sort of uh, dream sequence tour through series uh, inner life 
Um, you know, it's fine. It was like an ominous dream sequence sort of uh, thing. Uh, something's fucked up with uh, the mom. That's no good. And she gives us a big old prophecy. Uh, she gives, you know, one of those like elder, you know, the kid is going to bring about the end of the world and all that business. And then we see is for the, the first so, time the uh, wild hunt. hunt. Yeah, we do. Yep. All the world's going to die and be born in uh, fire or die in fire and be born in ice or something. Yeah, that's no good. Never going to. That's not great. That's don't want that. Um, but also, is the woman that's holding her in the battlefield, the mom we see talking to Dooney in their assumed bedchambers? Yes. Or okay. I, said, I thought it was a different woman. I didn't look the same to me. I think it, I well they you know she's suddenly like styled different and has white eyes and is like you know doing doing a bunch of doing a bunch of nasty business. Yeah, I didn't. I just for some reason I don't remember them looking like the same person to me, and I uh, took that as an insinuation that like she's not Dooney and what's Siri's mom's name? Oh, I mean it's something very similar. I can't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, um, I I but... took that as her not being their actual kid. No, that she, doesn't make she, any sense because she definitely had the kid because Lost Surprise, blah, blah, blah. She had right? the Lost Surprise kid and also they have the same magical powers, right? Like that was what uh, right. Geralt was talking Pavetta. about previously. Right. Pavetta. Uh, Pavetta. That was it. Not similar at all. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's fine. Siri and Calanthe are, Cirilla and Calanthe are close enough. And me. they lived in Sintra. You know, it's, uh, it was a lot of... Cur- uh, creative. Yeah, great. Good we job. just uh, we just hounded on fucking oh, Tolkien for Sauron Lord and Saruman, of... eh? Yeah, great. Um, oh, good. No, it didn't. It's, it's here. Yeah, it didn't didn't need a tree beard. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, anyway, what does he look like? Be like, uh, be like if you called me human beard. <laughs> like, it was like so, so weird. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, you are dog beard. Dog beard. Oh, that's a good. You I have to look a... like a terrier. Good. That sounds great. Uh, dog, dog beard. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a bad name for it. something, and uh, but all, all this prophecy business. It's very, it's very. You know, I listen. I'm no fan of prophecies. I don't know about you. Your mileage may vary. Um, I find them <laughs> to be pretty. Deus nothing. Ex Machina. Yeah, it's like we need the story to go in this direction, so of course it was fated to go in that direction. And I just wish we would come up with like anything else. See, I, I feel like though this show's not gonna do. I don't. I've read the book, so I can't speak to it specifically. No, okay. But it feels a lot like this. I just got really close to my mic. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like this show's not gonna. It can't. It like Siri can't keep destroy the world. Yeah, I feel like, right, I guess uh, the thing about prophecies is that they sometimes do not uh, come true, right? Like, you yeah. specifically avert the coming of a prophecy. I suppose that, yeah. is, that is on the table. It'd be so it's wild like, if the show ended with her just, like, ending. It would be incredible world. if it was just she wiped everyone out. It's like, <laughs> serious finale. Um, no, like, I think prophecy can be done well. I think Minority Report's a good example of, like, you're going to do this thing. Oh, and then it's like, oh, yeah. I never oh, thought about that they... in the context of prophecies, but you're right. Yeah, and it's actually like we we had the prophecy, but we were looking at it from the wrong angle, right? Mm. Um, like the king of Sparta or whatever that was like, if you go to war, a kingdom will be destroyed. And he assumed it was the guys he was going to go fight, and it was actually his own kingdom. His kingdom! Yeah, so like, I think everyone's like, Siri's going to destroy the world, and it turns out Siri's going to be the reason the world doesn't get destroyed. But hey. like... I like the I like the idea that it would add animosity from people that were already a little too helpful for me in sure. this universe. Like, 
one of the big things we talked about when we did the first season is that like the cool thing about Witcher is it doesn't act like uh, there's just evil people. It everyone's got a little bit of bad at least. For sure. Like no one's great. <laughs> everyone's kind of bad. No one's all bad. Um, no one's all good. It's right. Good. So like this season so far, save Eskel, has been a lot of people that just kind of want to help each other. Mm-hmm. And so like I guess Triss being like get away from me, she's gonna destroy the world. <laughs> Uh, cool. Mm-hmm. I want to see how that plays out, especially with Geralt being like, "I liked you once." <laughs> also, the my main squeeze is alive, so like, I gotta go. I'm uh, sorry. This is just not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I found out option one was still on the table, so I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> afraid not. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did rank file uh, voting, and. <laughs> It turns rank out, choice voting. rank choice, rank choice, not rank file. I rank yeah. choice voted, and it turns out, um, I got my first choice. And turns out, you know, hey, I got lucky. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, I can't blame him. Do you know? Do you I know? found out from my previous lover's previous lover that my previous lover is still alive, <laughs> so I have to go. So my plans sorry. have changed. I'm sorry. I must address this immediately. And it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't like, do you, do you know what I would do if like being with Jennifer of Engelberg was on the fucking table? Like, do you know what, do you know what yeah. I mean? Oops. Uh, I, my life didn't matter. <laughs> oops. Uh, changing everything. Move. Throwing this yeah. out the window. <laughs> I, I do not value myself enough. And I'm out and I'm gone and I'm fucking on my way. Didn't you, didn't you live in New York? Yeah. Well, not anymore. Where do, you, where do you live now? <laughs> Iowa. Vengerberg. Now I live in Vengerberg. Precisely. Uh, Because, like, yeah, fuck it, man. I'm sorry, that's on the table? Forget it. I'll quit my fucking job. (laughs) Just stay home and be obsessed with Yennefer all day. Yeah. I'll do all the dishes and laundry. 100%. You don't got to do anything around the house, babe. I'll take care of everything. Don't you worry about it. That's how I feel. Uh, getting off topic again. That's why I'll never forgive the Merovingian from The Matrix Reloaded. I'm like, I'm sorry. You are cheating oh, on yeah. Monica Bellucci. On who? Monica, I'm sorry. You are cheating on who? I'm sorry. That is an unforgivable crime. Do you like? I, I believe you deserve death, sir. Um, that is that is a mortal sin that will go with you to your fucking grave. What was his wife's name in that? Persephone. Persephone. And they are in Club Hell. Do you get it? Do you get it? Uh, I do now. Do you get it? I do now. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Oh. <laughs> it's so, um, how do it's you say? It's got an army of how monsters. It's, it's so, amazing. uh, how do you say? Subtle. If you, yeah, it's amazing how the Matrix can be, like, unbelievably, like... Blunt? S- seems subtle and is also the most blunt instrument you've ever seen in the entire universe. It's... Yeah, it's what Neil Blomkamp tries to do, but it doesn't. Uh-huh. And it's only by he pure, wishes. Like, yeah, he wishes. But it's only by the pure merit merit of the Wachowskis that like they were just uh, competent enough. Yeah. I don't want to say that they are just competent enough. I'm saying that they were. They just happened to be competent enough to be hey. extremely blatant, yeah. so much so that people missed it. And then yeah. when they rediscovered it later, went, oh, shit. Oh, oh they're yeah. geniuses. Yeah, <laughs> so like, Lana yeah, had to make a whole movie about, like, you fuckers misunderstood. <laughs> I yeah. am now going to stop using subtlety. You are incapable of handling oh, it. Oh, yeah, I will, make, I will make the least subtle movie of all time. I haven't um, watched Resurrections yet, but I had the oh, feeling. Yeah. I had the feeling that, like, the last 
five years of the alt-right being like, red pill yourself, was going to mean that whichever Wachowski came back to make this movie, and then also the 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 person who uh, did the, wrote whatever, Cloud Atlas, whoever, whatever, whichever, or both Wachowskis who came back to make this movie were going to have to be like, hey, idiots, it was a trans anarchist allegory, you fuck nuts. <laughs> not not alt-right fucking blue pill red, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely addressed. <laughs> it's Good. it's a it's old thing, and they made a they made an entire movie in like the least subtle terms because again, we don't deserve subtlety. Apparently, we just can't handle it. We just can't. Yeah. We just cannot. We cannot. South make it Park work. proved a long time ago we can't deal with subtlety. There was a time and a place for subtlety, and that time was before scary movie. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, Major Resurrections, good film. Check it out. Uh, dropping a two and a half hour podcast about it over the next uh, two weeks on nice, patreon.com nice. slash TV's Kevin. Because um, why not double up? Half It's two and a half hours long. <laughs> Gotten in a nav. You get it in two <laughs> chunks. Um, Buckwad. Uh, anyway, anything anything else about the, the, the Witcher? Siri almost becomes a Witcher until her dad comes in and is like, don't you get that I care about you, kid? You can yeah. be great even without this, kid. Don't you see how great and special you are, man? So I'm assuming that, like, does that happen in the books? Or does that happen just for the game? Like, do the games uh, just take it and go, oh, yeah, she's a witcher? Or well, does that happen she, at the end of the books? Or is she, she not has, a witcher in the game? She is not a witcher in the game. She has been She has been trained in the combat and the style of the witcher. So, like, everything we've seen where, like, she knows how to handle herself like a witcher she is informed about monsters like a witcher sure. but she is not she does not go through the trial of the grasses she does not transform okay. into a literal mutant in the way that you do when you become a witcher she does not do that but in other gotcha. ways she is a witcher i guess it depends on whether or not you consider the the mutagen part of it sure okay okay yeah okay I thought that uh, she was a witcher in the game. Uh, I need to play that game, but yeah, we you talked play about my game. backlog before, and <laughs> and that's a we'll see long fucking game. You know, that's yeah, it's a <laughs> long game, and the longer I wait to play it, the less easy it is to play because yeah. the nature of games is they look and play better over time. The longer I wait, the more that's going to feel like a dated thing. But they're making a next gen update for it. Yeah, I think it's still pretty fucking so, rock solid. You know, as sure, someone who played sure. it like a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I don't have a uh, Xbox Series S or uh, PS5, so I can't really testify to what those games look like. Uh, but it it looks good for a fucking PS4 game. Sure, sure. That's what yeah. I I'm gonna for. I'm gonna spend money on CD Projekt Red games I already bought when the next gen <laughs> update for Cyberpunk. And, well, I better get that for free. Yeah. Um. On. But the the update for that and Witcher come out next year. I'm gonna buy Man. those 100. percent how long so after the uh real titanic uh failure of cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. how long until they announce witcher 4 oh boy i'm honestly Uh, surprised they didn't do it at this year's game awards yeah yeah Um, because that is how you win back that fan base right i think they have to wait longer witcher i think they have to make good on cyberpunk before they can go we're gonna make this one good I don't because know if they're going to No Man's Sky that game, my man. I don't know if they're going to no, do it. No, I, I just mean, like, they have to put out the next-gen version of that game. Yeah, well, that's they coming. They still haven't done that. Yeah. 
Um, and I would imagine because there's places in the in the game world that you can't go, I would imagine that like there's some DLC planned. Whether or not we're ever going to get it, that feels I don't like know. an end. Yeah, that feels like a Mass Effect Andromeda type situation where you can see the place just, where the DLC would slot in, but um, yeah, but it just got it ain't fucking coming. Shit cans. Yeah, no, it ain't 100%. coming. That DLC ain't gonna come out. Yeah, it's a uh, bummer because that game did have potential, I think, and like Andromeda that world, or Cyberpunk, both actually both. Yeah, and both. Andromeda we've and both actually talked about both this recently. Were, uh, Andromeda kind of doesn't games. suck. Yeah, yeah it's actually exactly. a fun game. I was replaying yeah. it after I played. Uh, the Legendary Edition, uh, when they re-released the Mass Effect trilogy, mm-hmm. I was playing some Andromeda, and I still like it. <laughs> yeah, game's actually okay. Best combat of the entire series. 100%. Super fun. Yeah. And you can, like, mix and match powers oh, and great. choose, like, your favorite three. It's great. It's, it's a really to... fun game to play. It's a, it's a really fun game to play. Explore yeah. around. I like the crew. Um, obviously, there are things about it that are wrong. Uh, I, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, but that's hey, certainly hey, true. But hey, it's not Mass Effect 1 where I accidentally yeah. end up going to a facility where a guy has hooked his obviously autistic brother into uh-huh. a machine and tortured right. him for a decade. Yeah, like, that's not in there. Don't have to deal with that, so that's, that's cool. That's not in there. The Mass Effect 2 Overlord DLC, don't got to deal with that. Don't got to deal with yeah, that. Don't got to um, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, Andromeda is fun. I'm sure you can get it for five fucking dollars. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Um, It is on Game Pass, because EA... Right. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, exactly. So I say, fucking, uh, if you if you played the others and you heard bad things, honestly, you might be surprised because I yeah. I liked it at launch and I liked it again earlier this year. Yeah, it rules. Did did not do a full playthrough, but maybe Fine. one. Day. We're getting another Mass Effect someday when Bioware learns how to make games again. Yeah, Christ, Anthem. We got another Mass Effect one day, eventually. Another Dragon Age uh, as well. Another Dragon Age. Again, allegedly, eventually. I don't believe those games are coming out until I am playing them. Do you you know what I mean? Yeah. I I do not believe that that game... It's like the New Mutants movie. I don't believe it's real until I've seen it. And I still haven't seen it, so you cannot prove that the New Mutants movie actually came out. Right? Um, Oh my god, that movie came out. Correct. Correct. It came out at the beginning of COVID. They like, because you remember, you remember that movie. It was supposed to come out, I don't know, as early as like 2017, 2018. And then it sat around for a while. And allegedly they did reshoots, but there's also, no, I'm not going to say allegations, but there are a lot of people who believe they actually didn't do reshoots. Reshoots just never happened. Uh, Then that movie, you know, it sat around, it was scrapped. Fox got bought by Disney. And there was like the stipulation that like New Mutants has to come out in theaters. You cannot just dump it on Disney+. Plus has to come out in theaters and so it uh covid hits and then disney's like go 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 <laughs> they fucking like threw it in whatever was still playing movies. put it out where no one's gonna expect put it out put it out put it out it's like the same way that they did you know because like they bought fox searchlight and so this year they got like french dispatch and nightmare alley and mm-hmm. disney was like I w- we need to open these opposite our big movies so they fail and we don't have to make any movies like this anymore um we need to dump these fucking movies we need to dump nightmare alley the same weekend as spider-man we are going to fuck these movies uh it was very fun it's very fun to watch that happen before our very eyes it was neat yeah you know it's uh it's a weird world huh (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) got it got on something for for a little bit Um, (laughs) it's okay 
Anyway, uh, you know, y'all get out there, stream uh, Burn, Butcher, Burn, which of course is on Spotify. Uh, they learned from the last time they made a Yaskier song that it's like, okay, we need to drop it like day one on Spotify. <laughs> Instead of like, toss a coin to your Witcher, which it took them like a month to get around to. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, it was a Bob. I like how they shot it. I like his new like maroon leather jacket. No, oh, <laughs> it's like... it's uh it's very Star Wars bounty hunter. I love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah, it's very it's great. Uh, or it's Dragon life. Age protagonist. It's one of those two things. For sure. For yeah. fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, that guy is the he's he's dressed like he's the leader of like the maroon raiders or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely he is a Dragon Age squad mate. Uh so anyway, that's that's very funny. If they ever do they should do a full bard squad mate in that series. They've never done it. And they should. I want I a guy just, who while I'm in the middle of combat is just singing in the background. Singing and, and giving buffing. us buffs, dude. Yeah, yeah. it'd be great. Do it. Be great. I haven't. I haven't played the game, but what I'm told that the Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out this year, which is actually supposed to be like, excellent. it won best narrative this year. Yeah. And like, so like everyone I know is like, yeah, yep, yep. I was I was shocked that it was like I'm great. I know I can't wait to play it uh, uh, someday. But what you know that they are they are dropping fucking needle drops in combat in that game. Like yeah. you you have these huddles with your squad mates and then they blast like holding out for a hero or something like that. Take that on is what me. I want. Yeah, yeah take dude. on me. That is what I want in a Dragon Age game where it's like and we're just doing combat and he's singing like some fucking epic like <laughs> loot fantasy song. Yeah, yeah. I want Get instruments like that Mumford he doesn't have coming in. Yeah, Get someone like exactly. Mumford and Sons to come in and like write music for it so it actually rules. And yeah. it's folky, and you're That's like, you know what? Get like of <laughs> monsters and men to oh, write God. your fucking bard songs for this game. Because yes. they did yes. the, it, it, the little you played of Witcher Three. Witcher 3's combat music is like Icelandic folk music. It's like they're like they're great. singing over it, and it rules. So just do that. Do that in Dragon Age. Hey EA, you can just have that one. We'll, uh, Bioware, you can just take that one. It's, all that's I yours. want in, in, re, in return is a copy of the game when it comes out. Please, that is all I ask. And you'll sell so many because this idea that parting with two copies will not hurt you. Yeah, come on. You'll part with two copies? Two copies? Yeah, that's my, that's, my, that's my game. I'm going to get deep in fucking games journalism just in time to get a preview copy of Dragon Age <laughs> yeah, 4. Sure, sure. Mass Effect uh, 5, whatever they call it. They don't really do numbers that, on those games anymore. My luck is that I would do what Austin Walker did from Waypoint and leave right when the game that I'm looking forward to most <laughs> is coming out. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he was like, ah, it's so crazy that the first time I'm not going to be able to review a new game is going to be Deathloop, which is an immersive sim, my favorite genre. Of course, he got a copy of it because oh, he yeah. tweeted that and he was like, I wasn't fishing. I swear. But, I mean, you were, dog. It's yeah, all right. It's all right. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. My luck. my luck would be like, as you get in for the game you love, I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm done. And then it's like, new Splinter Cell. And I'd be like, fuck! Fuck! Come on, man. God damn. <laughs> I tried. I waited so long. I stuck it out for so long, and then they fucking brought back Sam Fisher. Can't believe it. Why do I know uh, that? I've never played one of those games. Why do I know what the guy is called? I don't know. Actually, infuriated. I'm infuriated. To... I don't understand myself in sometimes. Uh, but anyway, that'll that'll be fun. This is completely off topic. How do you Elden know? Elden Ring is coming out. 
Soon. And where, I've where never played, like, February. And I've yeah. never played one of those, like, Soulsborne games. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I same. am, I am, you know, COVID lockdown is not letting up anytime soon. I am fucking s- single as a Pringle. Maybe, maybe I play Elden Ring. Maybe this Ring. is the time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this is what I do. Honestly, I like, it's the fact that it looks like it's doing its best to make concessions so new people can jump into it. Yeah. And it's got Lord written by George R. R. Martin. So Which like, is interesting. That's Which is interesting. As Those fuck. Game of Thrones books are never coming out. Those last two books ain't never coming no. out. Um, like y'all just gotta emotionally prepare yourself. They're never coming out, nope. and um, it's 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 maybe I do. The Bloodborne was the one that I like flirted with a couple times on a PlayStation sale, and I never pulled the trigger. Sure. Um, people say Sekiro is fun. Uh, looks fun. One game of the year. Uh, Jumping around came out. Jumping around as a swordman, and that was <laughs> it's, so, like, it's Shenmue, but dark. Right. But maybe the one. Where I get fucking a horse is maybe this is it. Maybe Elden Ring is the one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't buy I heard this story games of at launch. The, They're so expensive. The beta where like you fight these giants, but if you cool. kite the giants like for fifteen minutes, kite one of them for like 10, 15 minutes to this altar, there's a crack in the top of the altar that has light gleaning from it. And if you make the giant swing at you and you're standing next to this giant altar, it will knock the altar to pieces, and then you can get the thing out of it. And, oh. like, I heard that and was like, I don't need to know this. <sighs> I don't need to know that there are don't things like this that. in this game. Because now I want to do that. Don't tell me about that. Ugh, stop. Now I, might, <laughs> now I might buy this video game. Yeah, precisely. So it's like, uh... Infuriating. Infuriating uh, to me. Yep, I've never been a Souls fan. Neither have I. Uh, never touched it. I, I've never tried them. Because, like, when people describe something as massacre, masochistic hardcore... I don't need that. That doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, I like. I just figured out. <laughs> I don't need that. I there are hard games I enjoy, but they are almost all not real time. They're almost all like strategy games, you know, XCOM or Wildermyth yeah. if you're playing at the right difficulty or or something right. like that. Where it's like I can take my. It's not about my reflexes that is the problem. Uh, right. Maybe it's just that this is hard. Maybe this is just where I'm fucking at. Maybe I'll. <laughs> Maybe Let me know if you end up getting it, because then I'll get it too, and we can yeah. endure our first experience with these kinds of games together. Maybe. Maybe yeah. we do that. Fuck. Let me podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, I've made an enticing offer. <laughs> God damn it. Content. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, great. I think that's all we had to say about The Witcher. These are fun yeah. episodes. They're mostly like advancement of plot. Um, so I'm, yeah, they're I'm, moving I'm the needle forward. You know, we have Yennefer who needs to like collect Siri to repay her debt. That's going to be fun. Can't wait to see what goes on there. Forgot about that. Yeah, what the fuck uh-huh. does that mean? Yeah, that's going to be wild. Geralt's not going to um, let that fucking. Happen. No, he ain't going to like that one bit. No. He ain't going to like that at all. Um, anyway, I'm excited. The next episode title is uh, my favorite moment from the first book. So that'll be good. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, so the main method, the, the watching until the credits. The mm-hmm. beginning of episode six uh, uh-huh. is not good. Uh-oh. Like, not good in a way that is, like, distressing or not good in that it is a bad piece of television? The former. The former. Okay, it is, great. It is emotionally... Um, upsetting. Upsetting. Yeah. Uh-oh. Great. Can't wait. 
<laughs> Can't I was like, watch I watched that. these five minutes until the credits, and then I did, and was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh boy, oh boy. Happens in the book, then you'll be expecting it. But if it doesn't, then you won't be. Cannot think of what you might be talking about. So this is going to be interesting. Can't wait. Might watch it right after. No, I'm going to play some video games. No, that's what I'm going to do right after. But I'll get to it. Just watch the... uh... First ten minutes, first five minutes, yeah. Just first watch until the credits, so that you can be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, <laughs> then I'll be caught. I'll be caught right up to you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds good. So uh, anyway, onto the plugs. Uh, let's see. I already already did a little bit of plug in so far. Uh, the the two part Matrix Resurrections Roundtable podcast uh, up coming out on patreon.com slash TV's Kevin uh, for one dollar and up patrons on the tenth and the seventeenth. Uh, and, uh, you know, I might unpaywall that whenever this podcast gets to the Matrix, uh, movies, but, uh, anyway, that is, uh, up there, uh, for y'all, and I will also say I just, uh, I just dropped, uh, my top TV shows of the year, uh, of 2020-2021 list, uh, 17 shows, uh, that I thought was worth talking about, uh, nice. you can find that at, uh, tvskevin.substack.com. Uh, and hey, if you were already a patron, you would have gotten that article a week ago. You know, you would have get you would have had it. But you, you know, you, but you can get it today, as of this recording. If you are not a patron, <laughs> tvskevin.substack.com. Uh, I don't really have much for plugs. Uh, the end of our end of the year stuff is still going with uh, Nerdy Bits. We're gonna wrap up our game of the year stuff and put that out probably the same time this episode comes out. So just check out the uh, the Nerdy Bits show on all the podcast services. Bounty board, the video game, video game ass video game podcast that I do. Um, I do several. What about it? Whatever. Um, that one uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna have the vice president of editorial at Ubisoft on. So that'll be fucking cool. You do. Um, yeah, that's really it. Uh, I'm gonna start streaming again. Just let you know, follow me on Twitter at, at lovewub l u b w u b, and I will uh, tell you when I'll be streaming because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back into that, and then I start teaching. Two weeks. Yeah. That's intimidating, but I'll be fine, I think. You'll do great. You'll be fine. Trust yourself. At Webster, Kevin's uh, alma mater. My uh, alma mater. What are you doing I, over I, there? This, I didn't tell you this. Oh, no. No. I'm teaching game design. I'm saying I'm teaching uh, intro yeah. to intro to game design and uh, intro to world design. And oh. there's a, there's potential for me to teach film critique and movie critique. What? Sorry, film critique and game critique. Oh. Later. So. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, good for yeah. you. <laughs> I'm worried to tell people about it because I don't know if I'm going to do good at it yet. It'll but, be fine. Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. Shush your mouth. You're going to be great. Well, all right. I got to shut up. Kev just told me to. I'm sorry. I, it's an order. You're going to be fine. So just just, just relax. You, uh, have, you have many hours of experience talking about this stuff, not in an educational context, but, like, you'll be fine. Yeah. I'll make it work. Be good. I'll make it work. It'll, it'll yeah. take some getting used to, but your baseline's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. We will be back. Ooh, we only get to do this two more times <laughs> for this season. Uh, yep. We will be back next week uh, with what I'm sure will be some juicy fucking eppies of The Witcher. Juicy, um, juicy fucking eppies. But until next week, toss a coin to your Witcher. You know? Oh, Valley of Plenty. You know, burn, burn, butcher, burn. Butcher, burn! <laughs> Song rips. 
just the greatest fucking breakup song. Oh, great. The Yaskier's red fucking Taylor's version. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, Jace isn't here, so I could evoke Taylor Swift two separate times. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends about this show. Rocco's not alive! <laughs>